And good evening, everybody. You are listening to WXVU V891, the Roars Villanova football pregame show. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, alongside my co-host, Aiden McGovern. Aiden, welcome to the show. Thank you, Stephen. Excited to be here. Yeah, very excited. We're ready to break down some of the things to look out for for when your Villanova Wildcats take on the FBS juggernaut UCF Knights in Orlando in the Bounce House or FBC Mortgage Stadium, the official name. But first off, it's going to be a tough matchup for Villanova, 27-point underdogs. But so far, so good for Villanova. They took down their rivals Lehigh in the season opener, 38-10. to and, and then they're coming off a really good win against Colgate, another Patriot League opponent, 42-19. to Villanova's now 2-0 and uh, on the season. And Aiden, first question, just what can they bring from that dominant performance we saw in that win against Colgate to this matchup against the Knights? Well, Steve, you think it's got to be the defense, right? You know, like you mentioned, those first two games, just 29 total points allowed uh, has that Villanova defense. Obviously, UCF, an FBS opponent, it's a step up. But their defense has showed out early in this season, and if they want to have a chance to beat the Golden Knights, it's going to have to be through uh, through that defense. Yeah, and you mentioned that defense. I mean, Isis Waxter had that interception. You just had a bunch of gritty defensive plays for Villanova. There were moments where it did look a little bit shaky. You do, in particular, I remember Trayvon Saunders. He had six catches, 130 yards. He was really that one guy that maybe exposed a little bit of vulnerability in that Villanova secondary, but you talk about the front seven for Villanova, it's pretty astounding. And when we kind of get more into the keys of the game, I definitely think that that'll be a big influence for Villanova. But UCF also, they're coming off, they're, they're 2-0, and and they started off with a dominant win against Kent State, 56-6, to but then a really, really heart-thumping win for uh, for UCF. As they ended up winning eighteen to sixteen against Boise State, how do you think? How do you think they'll come into this matchup against Villanova? Well, the biggest headline here, I think, Steve, is UCF's quarterback, John Reese Plumley, went down. He's out for today's game and for the next few weeks with a right leg injury. Timmy McLean, a transfer from UCF, is starting, making his first start for the Knights this week. So, you know, Plumley was their leading passer, obviously UCF, but he was also their leading rusher. So, like you mentioned, that strong Villanova front seven. You know, they're not going to have to really deal with, uh, with Plumlee's, uh, you know, run game. And they're going to force McLean to throw. Yeah, Timmy McLean, as you mentioned, USF transfer, now playing for UCF. And really just doing some prep, reading what some UCF blogs are talking about the game and really with Timmy McLean and how he's going to fare against this Villanova defense. He's also pretty dynamic, too. So he's, he's not somebody that's just going to sit back in the pocket and just wait for the pocket to collapse and he's not very mobile he can't really get out of the pocket he is somebody that is a bit of a dual threat so it would be interesting to see how Villanova handles it I mean they do have some good linebackers like Shane Hartzell and Brendan Bell and others and again that front seven is just electric for Villanova in general but now we're going to move in just to some of kind of the keys of the game if you had to really key in on one matchup that you think that uh, that'll decide this, obviously it's tough since UCF just has such a big talent advantage. What would that be, Aiden? Hmm. Well, uh, Villanova's run defense is ranked number four in the country just based off of yards per game. They've been holding their FCS opponents to 55 and a half yards per game on the ground. So, you know, Plumlee's absence, like I mentioned, is a pretty huge deterrent to the run game. Johnny Richardson and R.J. Harvey are going to be splitting the share equally for the Knights today it's going to be that run defense you know yeah yeah for sure yeah the run defense that front seven it's going to be a big problem and you think about it i mean ucf they lead the nation 
the the entire country, 323.5 rushing yards per game. Now, it's only two games into the season. It's going to be a big test. It's a bit of an overreaction. I think I would say that they're probably not going to be number one by the end of the year. But, yeah, definitely agree. Still going to be a huge test. Johnny Richardson and R.J. Harvey, two just really talented backs for the Knights in general. But, again, Villanova's also been solid. They've only allowed 50, 55, 60 yards per game, 55.5 to be exact for their first two games and then I think on the other side of the ball too for Villanova like you don't want to sell this offense short I mean Connor Watkins Rajon Pringle all these guys are certified uh certified ballers out on the field absolutely Watkins became the first player in Villanova history this past week to throw for over 300 yards on fewer than 10 completions Steve how do you think that's going to hold up this week it it'll be it'll be pretty difficult. I mean, we're very we're very pro Villanova here. I think it'll definitely be a tough day for Connor Watkins. I think that really if Villanova has any chance in this game to kind of keep it close, it's really going to come. I think more so from the running game. I mean, I think Watkins has gotten a lot better at just being sort of a game manager, not making silly throws, not throwing into double coverage, not trying to force anything. And we really saw that. I mean, Rajwan Pringle and Jalen Sanchez last week just. Connor Watkins is making good throws, but he's not making like Caleb Williams, Heisman yeah, highlight type throws. He's kind of just he's he's making the correct throw on a slant 10, 15 yards down the field, and then you just get it to these dynamic playmakers. Like it kind of reminds me of like the 49ers with Brock Purdy mm-hmm. and how he'll just make these he'll make these routine throws and then just let Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel do the rest with their legs on the ground. So it's it's kind of like that with Connor Watkins as well is that he's just got to get the he's just got to get the ball into the hands of his playmakers when he decides to drop back but I think the run game is also going to be very important too just establishing that so but anyway for but anyway for Villanova I think another key as well is just going to be I think I think another key as well is really just going to be that secondary we talked about just the secondary being a bit of maybe a little bit of a weak spot at a certain points in that Colgate uh, game. What's what's your assessment of that, Aiden? Do you think it's gonna do you think it's gonna hold up against UCF? Obviously, it's gonna be difficult. Yeah, listen, FBS opponent. I think it's difficult to evaluate any FCS to FBS transition. You know, at any any corner of the field, at any facet of the game. Uh, Kobe Hudson is gonna be a challenge, uh, leading UCF in receiving with 178 yards on nine receptions, and he's gonna be a challenge for this Villanova secondary, but. You know, all the same, they're going to have to do what they're going to have to do to try and isolate that. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be very, very difficult for Villanova to keep up with that. It's such a big talent gap because you do think with Villanova, they're 2-0. and I mean, both teams are 2-0. and Someone's always got to go. But for Villanova, again, I mean, both their wins were against Patriot League opponents. And historically, I mean, they've... I mean, they've really owned the Patriot League. It's not anything super-duper special, right? So, I mean, this is a huge step up to a team that's in the Big 12, one of the Power sure. 5 conferences. So it'll be interesting to see how Villanova uh, just just deals with all this, deals with really the pressure. And, I mean, UCF in general, it's definitely, I mean, the bounce house. It's a very rowdy environment there. And UCF has been, uh, I mean, at, at certain points five, six years ago, they were they were really, really good. They had some undefeated seasons, made it to bowl games. So this is going to be a big test for uh, Villanova just in general I do I do kind of want to draw I guess some attention there for I guess UCF's offense we talked about just I mean the running game in general that uh, with RJ Harvey and uh, with RJ Harvey in general and other guys I mean this offensive line it's I mean they're very good we talked about Villanova's front seven but I think this UCF offensive line I mean they're just great at getting out in space do you think I mean 
Aiden, I'll ask you this. Do you think Villanova will be, will be able to hold up against UCF's offensive line front, or how do you think that's going to go? Listen, you know, like we've been mentioning, UCF is, you know, currently FBS's leading rushing unit. Um, and a lot of that has come from their offensive line's performance so far in this early season. And again, FCS, FBS, that is the main storyline of this game. It is going to be difficult for this Villanova front seven to make that adjustment from, like you said, playing against the Patriot League competition to now a Big 12 team. But that's where this game is going to be either won or lost. ESPN currently has Villanova at a 4% chance of pulling off the upset, which, frankly, Steve, those odds aren't fantastic. But if they're going to do it, it's going to happen in the trenches. Yeah, it's going to happen in the trenches. And even flipping it, too, that was a good segue there. As for Villanova's offensive line, UCF's got some really good edge rushers. You particularly have Traymond Morris Brash and Josh Seliscar. Both these guys were really productive in terms of pass rushing. And particularly in that game on Saturday against Boise State, Morris Brash, he had his first sack of the season, also had a bunch of tackles for loss and a lot of pressures, was just wreaking havoc on that on that uh, Boise State offensive line, and so was Seliscar, too. So how do you think that's going to hold up with Villanova's offensive line? They do have Michael Corby, who was a CAA preseason, uh, was on the all-preseason team, but I think it's going to be a tough go for Villanova to stop I him. would I would agree with you, Steve. I think, you know, like you had mentioned, Connor Watkins is just going to have to get the ball out of his hands, you know, right to his playmakers, especially with a difficult defensive line for UCF he's just going to have to try and get the ball into his to his playmaker's hands and just make something happen downfield yeah yeah I mean for sure I mean for Villanova it's it's going to be a lot of tough sledding first couple drives are really going to be super important got to chew a lot of clock and you just got to take those four or five yard completions if they're even there that UCF may presumably give you in the beginning of the game because they're feeling out Villanova's offense. They don't want to be uh, too too aggressive in general. But I think I think overall this will be kind of exciting. I think that I mean Timmy McLean compared to John Reese Plumley, like it's it's not too big of a downgrade for UCF in general. But I also think it, it does give Villanova a little bit of a chance. I think because I mean the first half, I think you you are going to see some growing pains for Timmy McLean. Um, just in terms of the play calling. So, like, what's your take on that? Do you think that UCF's going to hit the like, like hit the go right off the bat and score a bunch of points, or do you think it's going to take a little well, bit? Well, so McLean did lead two fourth-quarter scoring drives against Kent State. He went 3-for-5 uh, with his passes for 53 yards, and he rushed twice for 21 yards. Uh, he made a couple starts last year for USF. He's got some experience. This is his first start for UCF, and so I think obviously there's going to be some growing pains there but I don't think you can count him out right away. Um, Villanova is going to try and have to force him into making mistakes, as they're going to have to do with any quarterback, you know, in any game they're playing this year, Um, perhaps in this particular game to, you know, a heightened level, given that it's his first start for UCF. But that's going to be, I think, part of their key to winning for sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pressure, too. And even just, I mean, this isn't as much of a concern. We are a Villanova radio station. But for UCF, a lot of people talking about, I mean, this is kind of Timmy McLean's audition for next year's Mm -hmm. job because John Reese Plumley will be out of there. And it's going to be big for him to prove that he's a competent quarterback. But, I mean, yeah, I don't think think it's going to be too big of an issue. And, like, that's why I think, like, if you had John Reese Plumley in this game, like, I don't think UCF would be that much more of a favorite compared – uh, to him being out of the game because I mean yeah Timmy McLean threw for almost 2,000 yards back when he was a uh, quarterback at UCF in 2021 uh, did struggle with some turnovers but he was kind of just a big play machine in general so I mean he has he has the offensive talent definitely to thrive and it'll definitely be tough 
for Villanova to manage. But if if you had to pick like a matchup, if you had to pick like a one on one matchup that would that would really define this this game, what would that be? Hmm. Well, you know, again, I had mentioned you know looking in the trenches, so I know that you want the one on one answer. But my eyes throughout this game, Stephen, are going to be attracted to that that uh, UCF offensive line versus Villanova defensive line and that Villanova offensive line versus that UCF defensive line. Um, in terms of individual matchups, I think uh, Rajon Pringle really does have a chance to kind of come out of the gate strong here. Um, you know, I had read that UCF's, one of their defensive backs, was questionable coming into this game. Do you have an update on that? Uh, haven't heard a ton about it. It may be a game-time decision, but yeah, that's something big for Villanova in general because, again, the passing game's pretty electric. I mean, Rajon Pringle... I mean, put up a godly stat line last game, three catches, almost 170 yards. Pretty much anything could happen, right? And if you establish a real just run-heavy attack off the get-go, and then Connor Watkins is a little play action, mm-hmm. just when UCF's least expecting it, they bring the house, and he just has enough time to get Pringle one-on-one, and he beats his guy, and... I mean, that's what it's going to have to have to be if Villanova is going to pull this one off. Yeah, it's going to be it's I mean, Villanova just needs to take advantage of any opportunity that they have. And they pretty much need to play a perfect game really to have a chance in this. But if you had to give a score prediction, what would what would what would it be? What I will say is I think it is going to be closer than everyone is predicting. I think ESPN's four percent shot for Villanova to pull this one off is a little bit of an overreaction. I'm going to go 42-28 UCF. I think I think that's fair too. Yeah, I mean, I would probably say, yeah, like, yeah, 40 to 23, something like that. I think I think Villanova definitely. Um, I think Villanova can definitely like cover the 26, 27 point spread. I think they can make it a little interesting. I think halftime they could be down by just like 10, mm-hmm. and we're probably talking on the halftime show like, oh, maybe they have a chance, but. In reality, it's it's it'll still be pretty tough mountain to climb in the second half, and Villanova will kind of struggle to keep up just overall. Again, the FBS FCS talent is going to be a lot to manage, but yeah, lots to lot to look forward to, lots to look forward to, and then a great tune-up for next week when Villanova opens up CAA play sure. against Rhode Island, which is nearly a top ten FCS program. So a lot to look forward to, a lot to pay attention to, but that's going to do it here for. The Villanova football pregame show on WXVU V89 won the roar. Again, this has been Stephen Kane alongside Ada McGovern. And we'll see you at halftime. And as always, go Cats. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's The Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, The Roar. Villanova Theatre presents Sometimes the Rain, Sometimes the Sea by Julia Azumi. 
Directed by Pulitzer Prize winner James DeHimes, dive into a whimsical reimagination of The Little Mermaid with mooing cows, brewing storms, and the age-old quest of love and humanity. The performance runs from September 21st to October 1st in the Court Theater at the Mullen Center for the Performing Arts. Ticket information is available at villanovatheater.org or by calling 610-519-7474. A special Q&A session will be held following the September 24th performance at 2 p.m. To kick off the fall semester, WXVU sat down with Villanova President Father Peter Donahue, and he talked about the university's efforts to be more inclusive. Well, I think when you talk about diversity, equity, inclusion, you're talking about, you know, very Catholic themes. Um, I always say that I think uh, Jesus Christ was one of the first diversity officers. You know, he, uh, he included many people. He came to bring in many people, to bring them in from far and wide. The kingdom is for everyone. And as uh, Pope Francis has been saying over and over again, particularly this summer in the World Youth Day, you know, we need to open the doors wide. I think that's, it's very much a part of who we are as a Augustinian Catholic institution. You know, I, I encourage everybody here to, to see the, the people around them and, and bring them in. And, you know, if you see somebody that needs to have a person to listen to them or a person to walk with them or a person to eat with them or, you know, the, there's, there's opportunities all around us. Listen to the full conversation and all of our Move In Day interviews on WXVU's podcast feed, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Villanova Reach Out is a new campus organization dedicated to relieving social isolation in older adults through telephone conversations. Villanova Reach Out is looking for students, staff, and faculty volunteers who want to make a difference and a new friend. For information to volunteer or to receive calls, contact Reach Out at villanova.edu, R-E-A-C-H-O-U-T, at villanova.edu. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I had the pleasure to visit WXVU Studios, and I'm so proud of the work being done through WXVNU Health, a partnership between WXVU and the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. I look forward to hearing more of the outstanding podcasts and public service announcements that are produced by the nursing students and WXVNU Health. This is Villanova University's V891 The Roar. Ugh, I'm setting another timer for 30 minutes. Ugh, I'm so tired. What time is it? Ah, I have to go to class. Have you ever woken up from a nap like this? Here's some advice, backed by research, to take naps that help you wake up refreshed and sleep at night without trouble. Number one, keep naps short. Naps should only be 15 to 30 minutes long. Number two, optimal napping time is between 1 and 4 p.m., but find a time that works for you. Number three, nap in a quiet, dark, and cool environment without distractions. That means no phones. Really? No phones? Correct. No phones. Now you can feel more rested during those tough work weeks. Happy catnapping, Wildcats. And remember, don't sleep on sleep. 
This PSA was brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU Villanova Radio. In March of 2019, our son was diagnosed with leukemia. He was in a really dangerous spot. There was no other way to save Kyle other than a stem cell transplant. There were many, many moving parts, but luckily they did find a match that was perfect for him. He received his new stem cells four months post-diagnosis. Without a stem cell transplant, I'm not sure that we would still have a son today. A blood stem cell donation can cure or treat over 75 diseases, including leukemia, lymphoma, and sickle cell. Swab to save a life. More information is available at bethematch.org. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, Villanova University's Office of Health Promotion, and WXVNU Health, the first nurse-led department in college radio. The sounds of Brazil's Scott Adams here with an early autumnal salute to a single song, Mais Que Nada, and its entry onto the Billboard Pop Charts. Seven special versions sure to bring a smile. We'll turn the page on summer with an Yvonne Lynn September song, and I'll tell you what's happening with Brazilian events coast to coast and right next door. The sounds of Brazil. Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V891, The Roar. Villanova has partnered with Rite Aid to provide seasonal flu vaccines to students, faculty, and staff. Flu vaccine clinics will be held in the East Lounge Doherty Hall on Thursday, September 21st, Monday, September 25th, and Wednesday, September 27th, from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. For employees, this clinic is sponsored by HR and will be at no cost to the employee. You must bring your wild card and insurance card to the clinic with you. You must also complete a screening questionnaire and consent form prior to attending and bring that completed form with you as well. The form and more information is available on the Student Health Center section of the Villanova.edu website. This guy in my class is so much older than everyone else. What's he even doing here? This is college. Stop the stigma. Non-traditional students can be defined as transfer students, veterans, those receiving an additional degree, working a full-time job, starting school later than others, or commuting. Here are three things you can do to help stop the stigma experienced by non-traditional students. 1. Consider your own personal biases. Recognizing your perception of others is the first step to eliminating them. 2. Encourage non-traditional students to get involved. Invite them to your next club meeting. You may have more in common than you realize. Three, sit next to a non-traditional student in class or invite them to be part of your group project. There are so many small ways to bridge the social gap between traditional and non-traditional students, which can lead to a more inclusive environment. This public service announcement is brought to you by M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing the Office of Health Promotion in WXVU.
I'm Aubrey Bowles, the host of Sports Fanatic, and you are listening to WXVU V89.1, The Roar. This is MK Kulikin, the host of Toontown, and you're listening to V89.1, The Roar. My name is Chris Kokinos, and I'm the station manager for WXVU, and you're listening to 89.1, The Roar. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. And partly sunny Monday, a high of 74 degrees. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. Now, back on live coverage of Villanova Wildcats football, only on V891, The Roar. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I had the pleasure to visit WXVU Studios, and I'm so proud of the work being done through WXVNU Health, a partnership between WXVU and the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. I look forward to hearing more of the outstanding podcasts and public service announcements that are produced by the nursing students and WXVNU Health. This is Villanova University's V891, The Roar. The sounds of Brazil's Scott Adams here with an early autumnal salute to a single song, Mais Que Nada, and its entry onto the Billboard Pop Charts. Seven special versions sure to bring a smile. We'll turn the page on summer with an Yvonne Lynn September song, and I'll tell you what's happening with Brazilian events coast to coast and right next door. The sounds of Brazil. Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V891, The Roar. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's The Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, The Roar.
I'm Aubrey Bowles, the host of Sports Fanatic, and you are listening to WXVU V89.1, The Roar. This is MK Kulikin, the host of Toontown, and you're listening to V89.1, The Roar. As students, you're expected to perform well in your academic work, and exams are often a big part of that. However, for many students, the thought of taking a test can lead to intense feelings of anxiety and stress. This can make it difficult to focus, remember important information, and perform to the best of your abilities. If you're one of the many students who experience test anxiety, it's important to know that you're not alone. In fact, it's estimated that up to 30% of college students experience some level of test anxiety. The good news... Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? This is Patrick Scan live from the bounce house. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. You can hear me now? Perfect. All right, folks, we're back in the bounce house. Some Wi-Fi issues, but we're back here for a first and 15 on a little false start. As a rush up the middle for a bunch of yards, he keeps going. He's got more than a first down. Round Villanova's 45. Protruding our side of the field is, again, R.J. Harvey, that redshirt sophomore. Enough for another UCF first town is true, folks. O-Town, city beautiful. Not looking beautiful for the villain on this first drive. As another rush out of bounds for R.J. Harvey again. It's the R.J. Harvey show as he runs to the right. Out of bounds for a second and five. Is the audio good? Is Villanova's drive good? Not so much this first first half, but we got a timeout here. Injured player on the field. You're listening to WXVA and up on the roar for an injured UCF night. We'll be back soon. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. The sounds of Brazil's Scott Adams here with an early autumnal salute to a single song, Mais Que Nada, and its entry onto the Billboard Pop Charts. Seven special versions sure to bring a smile. We'll turn the page on summer with an Yvonne Lynn September song, and I'll tell you what's happening with Brazilian events coast to coast and right next door. The sounds of Brazil. Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V891, The Roar. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. And partly sunny Monday, a high of 74 degrees. Test, test, test. This is Father Peter, 
And you're listening to V891, The Roar. For many, but tonight it's all business. Villanova, Central Florida, Sunshine State Showdown. Welcome back to WXUN1's The Roar's coverage of Villanova UCF. I'm Patrick Scanlon, flying solo today down from the main line. With Villanova coming off a rain delay ridden wet game, but coming out with a win against Colgate. And UCF, on the other hand, headed out to the Smurfordson Stadium. Boys, squeaking out a win on the leg of Colton Boomer. Historic day for the kid. Now the sights are set on this battle in the bounce house. Can the Knights vanquish Villanova and take control of their realm? Or can the Villanova's Wildcats bite a hole in the bounce house, crash the party, get the first FCS over FBS win of the 23 college football season? Has not happened yet, but it's happened every year in the new millennium besides the COVID year. And Villanova has beaten an FBS team four times in their history. A little trivia question there for you. Three times against Temple. And once against Rutgers, the last time against Temple happened late 2010s, around 2017, in Lincoln Financial Field. Villanova beating Temple on the basketball court and off of it. You love to see it. But we're back from an injury timeout. I think it's good he was walked off the field. He was a lineman. All right, tackle there. But we're back in business for the second and five. Timmy McClellan. Year 1341 to play. You're listening to WXVN up on the roar. I'm Patrick Scanlon. And now McLean back to Pat. He's got space, flings it across the middle. Who does he have? A incompletion tipped away. That's number four on the coverage. The DB for Villanova, Jalen Goodman, the Narberth PA graduate student, tipped it across the middle. McLean, nice little bomb there, but double coverage, not too smart early on. Gonna need some more smart plays from McLean to win this. Well, not to win this one, but to Won this one comfortably. Villanova, though, not going away early. Third and five here. Another run to R.J. Harvey. Cuts inside, and he stops. Okay, Villanova. Talk about starting hot. Didn't start too hot, but after that false start penalty, sort of things are coming to move back into, into way. And now we got a fourth and four as they look to Gus Malzahn, the former Auburn coach, the national champion Auburn coach, I should say, and another national coach appearance. But what they're going to do here, they're going to go for it in Villanova territory on the 40. In the shotgun. Goes up to the middle. Under shotgun. Under the snap. He rolls out to his left. The wild way flings across the middle of the field to an open number two for 30, 25-ish yards. That's number three, Xavier Towson, the 5'11 sophomore. Again, a 22 and into the Villanova red zone. Another UCF first down. The fans will let you know it. Now we got a shotgun back to McLean. McLean pulls it himself. He's going to run left, cuts inside. He's got a nice four or five yards there. We got second and six coming up for the UCF Knights. Stop. UCF, yeah, back in the Big 12, or now in the Big 12, AAC residents before that. And then Texas and Oklahoma went to the SEC, and now Big 12 will consist this season of Houston, Cincinnati, BYU, and UCF. UCF starts Big 12 schedule next week. With a big game at Kansas State. Team just lost today on the big leg of a Missouri kicker. Second and five. McLean gives it up to Harvey inside. And he's tackled inside for a gain of one. Villanova, another third and long. Let's see what the Cats can do here on defense. Oh, 
Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hello, hello, hello. We got first and goal. Hello. Can you hear me? Inside for a stop. Again, early plays. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. Hello, hello, testing. I think you can hear me. A field goal attempt for Boomer the Hero last week with four field goals made and a two-point win, 18-16 for the UCF Knights. Now, quick chip field goal. Snaps underway. Kick is up. Boom, the chant is up, and the kick is up. The chant's right. Boom. 3-0. Cats are losing right now. The Knights lead with 9.21 to go. You're listening to WXVNAP on the Roar. We'll be back after this. Hey, folks, stay around. This thing could get interesting. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Villanova Reach Out is a new campus organization dedicated to relieving social isolation in older adults through telephone conversations. Villanova Reach Out is looking for students, staff, and faculty volunteers who want to make a difference and a new friend. For information to volunteer or to receive calls, contact Reach Out at villanova.edu. 
P-R-E-A-C-H-O-U-T at Philanova.edu. My name is Chris Kokinos, and I'm the station manager for WXVU, and you're listening to 89.1 The Roar. This is MK Kulikin, the host of Toontown, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. The sounds of Brazil Scott Adams here with an early autumnal salute to a single song, Mais Que Nada, and its entry onto the Billboard Pop Charts. Seven special versions sure to bring a smile. We'll turn the page on summer with an Yvonne Lynn September song, and I'll tell you what's happening with Brazilian events coast to coast and right next door. The sounds of Brazil. Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V891, The Roar. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Now, back on live coverage of Villanova Wildcats football, only on V891, The Roar. Did not let up a touchdown there. Did pretty well in first and second downs. As, uh... You can hear the PA announcer playing his, his playlist. But fan, and uh, damn is right. Uh, Villanova, big stop on defense. We'll see what happens here. Villanova, though, UCF, again, played each other just one time, but they've traveled the state of Florida 12 times. Four and seven in those trips uh, to Florida, Florida State, Miami, Tampa, and UCF. See if they can make that five wins here in the bounce house as TD returns the kick on the right side. Takes to the 10, cuts outside left. And gets swallowed up around the 12-yard line. Villanova and company, Connor Watkins will start around the 12-yard line. Here's your drive to survive. And there's a flag on the field, a little laundry. See what they call here. I don't know if anyone sees this flag on the ground. Am I the only one? Maybe I should uh, get a job zebraing for the Big 12 referee crew. Um there we go. I beat you, PA announcer. See what they call here. Oh, offside kicking team. They're probably going to elect to re-kick this one. And we are going to re-kick this one back around the 30-yard line. That TD return to run the 12 was not looking pretty great. But now Villanova's getting a shot at this one. TD and Ethan Potter as the return men. Let's see what the kids from the main line could do here. Only 3 0, 9.17 to play. You're listening to WXUNF on the roar. Five yard penalty there. As UCF and Colton Boomer 
the hero from last week's game in Albertson Stadium looks to boot it away. Kicks underway. TD catches around the one-yard line on the right side. Takes in that 10. 15. Oh, flipped over. Oh, my goodness. Oh, TD literally went airborne. Head over heels. And I'm not talking tears for fears, folks. I'm talking what I just saw here at University of Central Florida. But better field position than before. 18 yard lines of the 12 as Connor Watkins and company. Team who's average run 45 points a game so far. Look to do some damage here in this first drive. Only down 3-0. See if they can tie it up or better yet, take the lead. We got trips left with Antonio Johnson in the motion. 10 on the right side. Sanchez and Antonio on the right side. Gives Jalen Jackson. No, Watkins takes himself. Flings it down to the ground. Chased around by Brandon Adams for UCF. The 6'3", fifth-year student. There's a pull there. Sort of like a read option. We know that Malzahn's offense loves these type of read option plays. Did so well with Rice Plumley. They're going to do with UCF. We will see. But Watkins there doing his own Malzonian offense read there. But it's Jalen Jackson and Watkins on the left in the backfield. With trips left, Sanchez in motion. Got twins both sides. As this play starts to feel it, second and 10. 909 to play. Watkins hands it off to Jalen Jackson inside, makes a move, but not enough. One yard gain. If if that. Now we're getting a third and long. Not something you wanted to see here early. Lee Hunter, the D tackle, big man, 320 pounds. Do you not want that guy running full speed at you? It is third down, as you can hear, as the bell tolls for hopefully this UCF defense. As Villanova needs a first down here to keep this drive alive. Trips left, no one on the right. Jalen Jackson walking to the shotgun. Walking looks around with a clap. Claps again, takes the snap. Jalen Jackson stays the block, flings it left, and it's short of an. Short right there. Incomplete. Daniel Lopes there. The Chesar Connecticut kid. Not enough there. Not a great first drive if you're Villanova. Now we're going to put number 96, Nate Fondacaro, in harm's way here with a deep, deep punt. Fight on is the chant of the UCF Knight. A lot of Knight references in this intro. They're saying control the realm. They were saying, fight on. Sort of Monty Python vibes here. Deep booming punch around the 30-yard line. Still going to turn it. Takes up the middle. Oh, he's got blockers. 40, 45, 50. And he's tackled. Oh, he's not. Down to Villanova, 45. Nice return there for UCF. Xavier Townsend again, the speedy kid. 185. Back in Villanova territory. We'll get you after this. Villanova, down three. 8.08 to play. You're listening to WXVN app on the road. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. 
We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. And partly sunny Monday, a high 74 degrees. This is MK Kulikin, the host of Toontown, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Hello, folks, and welcome back to FBC Morgan Stadium. I'm Patrick Scanlon on WXVU 891, The Roar. As you can hear at the PA announcement, it is students today. It is military appreciation night here, folks. The camo uniforms are out, not for UCF, but you can see them in the crowd. For a pair of Patriot League opponents. And an interesting stat here. This is actually a night game. Villanova 8 0 in their last eight night games. Can it become 9 0 tonight as Villanova shocks the world? We will see as the defense takes the field. Villanova talking jerseys. Villanova rocking their whites and dark blue. Number UCFs in their black unis with white pants. Nothing too fancy here for this 6 30 kickoff in Central Florida. So we got twins right, single left. With McLean and Harvey in the backfield. Harvey on the right side. Oh, and we got a false start here. Okay. You know what happened in the last false start? The ref has to say. See, they mic the refs up here. They don't they should probably do that at Villanova Stadium. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's in the budget, but something we could definitely look at for. Game clock again being ready set to eight zero eight. Secure our announcement first. First and 15 at the UCF. Actually, it's around the 50 yard line, right in the middle. McLean hands it up to Harvey. He's got a wide of an hole in the middle. Oh, a nice tripped up back to the line of scrimmage, the original line of scrimmage for a second and, second and 10 there. Villanova doing really well in these first and second downs. It's that third down that's killer. Second and 10 here, trips right, single left. They fling it out right, almost drops it. No, he catches it, but he's flung back. That's their equivalent to Pringle, a number, another number 19, Gerard Baker, for 
a loss of one there. And we got third long here. Big stop coming up for Villanova. Potentially. Knock on my small table of wood. Third and 11. Six. But here we go, folks. Trips left, single right, with Harvey and McLean in the backfield. So we've been seeing the last couple drives as they flesh out Harvey into a flat. Oh, but McLean takes a QB draw off the middle. Cuts back, cuts again. Oh, he's quick, folks, and he's got enough for a first down. He darts around in there. Quick kid. You saw that at USF and when he earned the starting job his freshman year? And you're seeing it here. Another quick snap, and they're going to call a snap. Oh, probably a penalty on Villanova there as they get a quick sweep outside. Johnny Richardson, their second bat. They're going to call a flag here. I'm pretty sure it's offsides on Villanova. They were not set there. As they let the play continue, I would assume it's a defensive penalty. See what the referees have to say. Substitution infraction. They thought it was hockey. Subbing players in and out while the play's happening. And we got a first and five coming. That's big guy Brennan Bell. The bellwether. Get the stop for Villanova. It's, have not tested D. Touchdown for UCF. As this lead becomes a little more, it's not insurmountable, but again, you need to punch back. Jordan McDowell, the running back, taking the direct snap, a little Wildcat action against the Wildcats. You go figure right there. As for Boomer, the kick is up. The kick is good. 10-0, UCF leads it. 
listening to WXGN up with Aurora. I'm Patrick Scanlon. Catch you after the break. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's The Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, The Roar. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I had the pleasure to visit WXVU Studios, and I'm so proud of the work being done through This is M.K. Kulikin, the host of Toontown, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Oh, folks, we're back. TD call a fair catch. Now we got first and 10. And a jail Jackson run to the right, cuts back inside. He stopped again. This defensive line for UCF really stepping up to the plate. Again, they are bigger than you and faster than you and quicker than you. At this point, you got to be, you know, smarter than them at this point. You're not going to beat them with brutal force. You're not going to beat an FPS team with drive you have to beat him with finesse so see if villanova can do that right here we got second and nine coming up as Watkins and jalen jackson look to the side and we got twins on both sides td and sanchez on the right and pringle and johnson on the left pass to td oh incomplete td you got to catch that td through the hands would have had some space there for close to a first down As the bell tolls here at the bounce house. As the party seems to be on for UCF leading 10-0 with 4-10 to play in this first quarter, you're listening to WXVN app on the roar. You can hear this crowd. A party to get to. Don't want to keep us waiting. That's Villanova, though. Trips left. Antonio Johnson, the motion man. D. Will Barley on the right side. Watkins in the shotgun. Goes back to pass. Watkins getting pressured and sacked, dropped, whatever you want to call it. He's back 10 yards, and it's fourth and forever as Villanova sends out the punting unit. Watkins, you really – he actually had good protection on that one. Around four or five seconds to throw the ball. Got to find somebody. If not, you screwed out that QB draw. I know it's third and 10, but you don't know. They don't prep for that mobility from Connor Watkins up the middle out of a QB draw. No one has. No one probably will, even though he's a quick guy. Punt's going to be away here soon for fourth and 18 at the Villanova 17-yard line. Trigger another punt. Wind whipping more or less horizontal here. So we'll see what Nate Fondacaro can do as he boots it. Again, a deep punt. Pretty good night for Fondacaro. Hope he's got space to work with. Cuts back inside. Cuts back again. Spins again. Oh, a lot of dancing and moving for the return man and Johnny Richardson. But only a five-yard gain there. 
We'll stay here for right now. But Villanovian's going to take the field again. Again, this is the Gus Malzahn crew for UCF. Third year with the program. UCF won the conference. Scott was AAC. They've won it around five times. It's their first time in the Big 12, the first year. Quick salsa break here, folks. And UCF fans are loving it. The biggest school by population in the country. This is a real David Goliath matchup. We're talking about undergrad population against Villanova, around 8,000, 7,000 people. And a little flip on the action. Gets away from it, cuts back inside. Oh, my goodness. Put the hammer down on our number three, Elijah Glover. Nice little pitch action out. Okay, we talked about that option and how much Malzahn loves to run these option plays. That was it. Bread and butter right there, folks. A little misdirection in the backfield. One guy moving right, the other moving left. A flip out and a little gain of around four yard lines. we got second and six coming. 2.42 to play this first quarter. Cats are losing 10-0. Shotgun pass. McClay looks back. He's got a quick out. Oh, steps out of bounds. Did not get the tackle. Javon Baker out there stopped by the Iceman, Ice Waxter. Third and two coming up for Villanova. McLean, very quick passer we've shown today. Hasn't really had a lot of time to work. It doesn't really need a lot of time to work. As McLean cuts over the middle. Oh, a bad pass right there for McLean as we get fourth and two. Had his man. And no Villanova's really around him. Would have got that first down easily. And now fourth and two, they're going to punt the ball away. All right. You wanted a stop? You got yourself a stop, folks. Villanova. Going to get the ball back, hopefully with solid field positions. You have Pringle goes around the 10-yard line. Pringle, what a week last week. Pringle, three catches, around 160 yards. Touchdown. What is can this guy not do? Again, once you pop, you can't stop. That's the name of the game with Javon Pringle. Rajon Pringle, should say. As Pringle looks to receive this one, the punt is underway. Booms it back. Going to drop around the five-yard line and back into the end zone. Touchback. Villanova's going to have some space to work with. And we'll get you right after the break. 10-0. Cats are losing. But, hey, a lot of game left. We'll see you after the break on WXVNF for the rule. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. The sounds of Brazil's Scott Adams here with an early autumnal salute to a single song, Mais Que Nada, and its entry onto the Billboard Pop Charts. Seven special versions sure to bring a smile. We'll turn the page on summer with an Yvonne... This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Picked off Villa, you show bad pass by Watkins, and return it back to around the two-yard line. Quick turnaround there. Field got right back in position for her. And Watkins throws a back-breaking pick. Intending Sanchez on the right side. Sanchez tried to go up for it. Could not get it. Yeah, you can't really do that there. Uh, Watkins 
had the man. Shanks is probably should have cut in a little bit more. You got to go to the ball, not left him with the jump ball. Didn't really go towards it that much. And then we got a first to go at the two. Villanova could have. Oh, my goodness. For every pick, you get free Chick-fil-A. That's not going to say I wanted a pick. Obviously did not. Tomorrow's Sunday. You can't even get Chick-fil-A anyway. But you know who's cooking this UCF offense right here, first and goal, on the two-yard line. And the shotguns McLean, man around the middle, going to take it himself inside. That's not McLean again. That's back to John, Jordan McDonald. Seems to be their wildcat guy inside. They take away McLean every time they get in the red zone, especially the 10-yard line and inside. They're going straight wildcat against the wildcats. I don't know if this is irony or, or what's the word for it here, but wildcats be the wildcats. You know, something doesn't sit right with me. It's right in our faces. We should have seen this. We're back, though, McLean. Right. McLaurin back. Touchdown again. Oh, no. They're going to stop him right there. George McDonald again. And the Wildcats short, short. Third and one. Wow. Stop short. Jordan McDonald. Jordan McDonald didn't have enough. E-I-E-I-O. McDonald, though, going to snap it around the five-yard line, a deep shotgun. Get a man in motion. Going to take it himself inside. McDonald spins around into the end zone for a touchdown. Knights. Really not much that defense could have worked with right there. Set up around the two-yard line. Solid enough stand to get the third down, but not looking great there for Connor Watkins and company. Cannot beat yourselves, and that's what's happening. Again, UCF is a good enough team to beat you for you. You don't need to beat yourself. As Boomer lines up for the PAT. Boomer is the chant they call when he kicks his ball. Number 35 had the heck of a game last week. Kick is up, and it is good. Had the game winner last week versus Boise State. And now 17-0 Villanova is losing by a score of 70-0 to UCF. One minute and one second to play. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Villanova Theater presents Sometimes the Rain, Sometimes the Sea by Julia Azumi. Directed by Pulitzer Prize winner James Zaheims, dive into a whimsical reimagination of The Little Mermaid with mooing cows, brewing storms, and the age-old quest of love and humanity. The performance runs from September 21st to October 1st in the Court Theater at the Mullen Center for the Performing Arts. Ticket information is available at villanovatheater.org or by calling 610-519-7474. A special Q&A session will be held following the September 24th performance at 2 p.m. I'm Aubrey Bowles, the host of Sports Fanatic, and you are listening to WXVU V89.1, The Roar. Side. 
Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Bounce House, Central Florida, FBC Mortgage Arena. Villanova's losing 17-0 to to UCF. I was going to kick off shortly soon. They called the last one back for an offside again. That's two special teams penalties on UCF. Little things right now. The Villanova defense has been out there for a while. And they really haven't been the problem today. It's more or less been Villanova's offense. Or, I don't know if I can call negative seven yards of offense. Offense. Seven plays for negative one yard per play. A total of negative seven yards. Ten. First and ten for the Wildcats around the 30. They're going to take this offside right by the 25. As we get doubles left, Sanchez on the right solo. D. Will Barley and Watkins to the backfield. We give it off to D. Will inside. He's got space to work with. Brushes up, sheds another tackle, spins around, and got 12 yards, 13 yards for a first down. A first down before the end of the quarter, folks, and Villanova's in the positive. Yeah, right there, D. Will Barley. Name you really haven't heard that much. It's been overshadowed by Jalen Jackson, but he is a great rusher, fifth year. Whenever he gets the ball, explosive plays to be made. So many explosive guys in this roster. Negative seven yards wasn't doing him justice there, but they cut through with a nice block on the inside. Let's on the right guard. Second plays away. That was trick play. Pringle's going to sweep on the right side, trying to get a block from Watkins. Does not have enough. Was looking for a potential double pass there for Pringle. I think he thought about it, but did not pull it. And Watkins, the quarterback, set himself up for a block right there. And now we got first, second, and 10. Really didn't do much on that trick play. Ferrante pulling a trick out of the bag. Really haven't seen much of that this year because there's been no need to. Villanova's controlled most of the games they played, especially early. And Villanova now down 17-0 to zero at the end of the first quarter. You're listening to WXVU 8.5-1, the roar. We'll catch you in the second quarter. See if Villanova offense can do some damage. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. To kick off the fall semester, WXVU sat down with Villanova President Father Peter Donahue, and he talked about the university's efforts to be more inclusive. Well, I think when you talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, you're talking about, you know, very Catholic themes. Um, I always say that I think uh, Jesus Christ was one of the first diversity officers. You know, he, uh, <laughs> he included many people. He came to bring in many people, to bring them in from far and wide. The kingdom is for everyone. And as uh, Pope Francis has been saying over and over again, particularly this summer in the World Youth Day, you know, we need to open the doors wide. I think that's, it's very much a part of who we are as a Augustinian Catholic institution. You know, I, I encourage everybody here to, to see the, the people around them and, and bring them in. And, you know, if you see somebody that needs to have a person to listen to them or a person to walk with them or a person to eat with them or, you know, the, there's, there's opportunities all around us. Listen to the full conversation and all of our move-in day interviews on WXVU's podcast feed, available wherever you listen to podcasts. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. 
We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. And partly sunny Monday, a high 74 degrees. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I had the pleasure to visit WXVU Studios, and I'm so proud of the work being done through WXVNU Health, a partnership between WXVU and the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. I look forward to hearing more of the outstanding podcasts and public service announcements that are produced by the nursing students and WXVNU Health. This is Villanova University's V891, The Roar. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's The Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, The Roar. Center. I'm Patrick Scanlon on WXVU 89.1, The Roar, where Villanova 0, UCF 17, but Villanova driving second and 10. First first down of the game at the end of that first quarter. See what the offense can do here. Walking shots back to pass. Flings it out. Joe Jackson, you got to catch that, man. Flings it out. They're trying to call a fumble here, but no, it was a forward pass there. We're playing scared. Playing scared out there. They can't catch a ball. These are catches they would make easily in practice, easily against the Lehigh team, and easily in the rain versus Colgate. And then we got a third 10 because we're playing scared. It's fundamental things. You can't beat yourself. Again. And here are the bell tolling, folks. Trips left with Jalen Jackson and walking to the backfield. See what they do here. See, they bring pressure. UCF. UCF setting five guys. Rolls out. Flings it. And not outside. Looking for Sanchez. Didn't have enough there. The punting units can come out. Watkins throws his hands up in disgust. Really, they would have been fine on that drive if you just make simple catches right now. It's the intangibles. It's the things you come prepared with. Catching the ball, throwing the ball, accurate passes. Right now, those things seem to be lost here in, on the flight from Villanova to Central Florida. Svonicaro looks to punt this one. Fourth and 10 on the Villanova 48-yard line. See and avoid those simple mistakes. It's not rocket science how far we are from Cape Canaveral. That may be rocket science as the punt's away. Punt's booming. It's deep. Around the nine-yard line's caught. Get a second side stop. Nope. Sheds a tackle. He's got the blockers inside. And he's out for the race. It's 40, 50. Trying to break. Brought down 35, 40, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown Knights. Unbelievable there. Uh, I don't know what to say there, folks. Seem to have lost the pedal. Pedal was sort of on the medal for defense and special teams. Had special teams. Two easy tackles, but there is a flag on the field, folks. Could our prayers be answered here? Which would definitely make this game more respectable than 24 to nothing. A legal block in the back, folks. 
Oh my goodness. Wow, 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 wow. UCF fans are not loving that one. Oh my goodness. They needed that one. Villanova needing a break there to keep this one competitive. 14.32 to play. Wow. I mean, two missed tackles there. Guy spins out of it. Again, that's their shifty kick returner, Xavier Towson. Moving around, spinning, calling it, literally pointing out for blocks mid-run. Cuts back around the logo. That 49-yard punt will stay around as they got a first and 10 around the 27-yard lines. We'll keep you here. The build-up defense stays on the field ready to roll. As we are jamming here as the offense takes the field. That's Timmy McLean. Really has not done too much to blame this quarter. For this quarter and some change, I should say in a second. But it's Johnny Richardson and McLean in the backfield. This Villanova defense tries to deal with single left, twins right. Sort of some offensive freestyle movement, but McLean looks back and he chucks it over the field deep. And he's got a man open. And he comes back to catch it. Gets out of a tackle again. Tackled by number six, Devin Marshall. But McLean threw it short there. The guy came back for it. Villanova DBs were none the wiser. McLean's first deep pass of the day for a completion. Twins on both sides. McLean tries to stop it quickly. He does. Drops back in a pass. Gets the pressure. Flings that to the left. Accurate pass over the side. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Threw a great ball right there to number 11. Slipped out of his hands right there. Villanova could have been looking for an early Christmas present with an easy pick six. See if Ice could bring that one in. Not looking good, though, there for Villanova. Second and 10, though. I'll take a drop pass any day of the week. Twins left, singles right. Johnny Richardson and McLean in the backfield. McLean swings it over, quick pass, number two. Kobe Cudson. Quick pass, but at least, again, third and long. Villanova doing pretty well these first, first down, second downs. Story of the game. It seems to be prevalent each drive. I'm talking about it. Get the point home. McLean snaps it quickly. McLean drops back to pass. Getting pressured inside. Stack the ball's loose. The ball's on the ground. Who's got it? McLean falls back on it. Oh, my goodness, like a bat out of hell. Number 25, Christian Sapp, the DB. Good pressure there from Ferrante as it's fourth and forever now. Villanova bringing the heat on a day that was really hot here in Central Florida. Now it's cooled down around mid-70s, low 80s with a breeze coming over. That hit was so hard, the ball flew back to the right side. McLean, lucky enough to get back on it. Ball must have been on the ground for around five, six seconds. As it's fourth and 30. All I know is they're, they're stabbing this ball from Tampa Bay right now. Snaps away on the punt. Punt booms on the right side. Wins front, bringing it back a little bit more. Pringle calls for a fair catch. And fair catch around the 10-yard line. Villanova, you're going to start with Watkins and Co. We come back. Cats down 17, 12-49 to play. You listen to WXVN app on the roar. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Villanova Reach Out is a new campus organization dedicated to relieving social isolation in older adults through telephone conversations. Villanova Reach Out is looking for students, staff, and faculty volunteers who want to make a difference and a new friend. 
For information, to volunteer or to receive calls, contact reachout at villanova.edu, R-E-A-C-H-O-U-T at villanova.edu. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I had the pleasure to visit WXVU Studios, and I'm so proud of the work being done through WXVNU Health, a partnership between WXVU and the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. I look forward to hearing more of the outstanding podcasts and public service announcements that are produced by the nursing students and WXVNU Health. This is Villanova University's V891, The Roar. The sounds of Brazil's Scott Adams here with an early autumnal salute to a single song, Mais Que Nada, and its entry onto the Billboard Pop Charts. Seven special versions sure to bring a smile. We'll turn the page on summer with an Yvonne Lynn September song, and I'll tell you what's happening with Brazilian events coast to coast and right next door. The sounds of Brazil. Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V891, The Roar. I'm Aubrey Bowles, the host of Sports Fanatic, and you are listening to WXVU V89.1, The Roar. This is MK Kulikin, the host of Toontown, and you're listening to V89.1, The Roar. My name is Chris Kokinos, and I'm the station manager for WXVU, and you're listening to 89.1, The Roar. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Bounce House. Cats down 17, but they got a first and 10 off a nice DB blitz call from Ferrante. And a nice punt. Watkins and company drop back here. Gives it inside to D. Will. Jalen Jackson, I should say, pops steps on. Moves outside to the right. Jalen Jackson has got enough for a first down. Nice little run for the Richmond native. Villanova, FBS opponent, 16th time in the last 18 years who played one. 26th overall since the Wildcats went FCS in 1985. Ten of the previous 25 games between Villanova and FBS opponent decided by seven points or fewer. Three of the last six losses to FBS have come by a total of nine points. Keeping it close versus these FBS opponents. Close defeats against Temple in 17, UConn, and Syracuse. Syracuse, that game was a double overtime thriller in the Carrier Dome, 27 to 26. Trying to make it another win here in the bounce house in Central Florida. First and 10 for Connor Watkins and company. Doubles to the left, singles right. Jalen Jackson down there, get it inside. Jalen Jackson powers forward for... Two yards there, swallowed up by the big fellows inside these Big 12 defense. Locked down by number 14, Corey Yeah, Big 12. Villanova's never played a Big 12 team. Uh, they've actually played a Big 8 team. Uh, if you're going to look back in 1971, Houston, Southwest Conference, and 1957 against Iowa State, Big 8. Big 8's expanded, obviously. Big 12, even more now, around 16 teams, getting crazier by the week. It's called Pringle in motion, and they got two two other running backs in the backfield with Watkins. Watkins drops back to pass. Watkins gets the pressure, rolls right. Watkins, oh, checks over the middle of Antonio Johnson, but it's incomplete around his feet. The Fort Lauderdale native couldn't wrangle that one in. Watkins there, you have time. Your defense, your offensive line's giving you five, six seconds. Your receiver's got to make some noise. As the bell tolls again. 
here in the former citrus capital of the world. Now turn a little sour for Villanova. Let's see if they can change that around in this third seven. For the Wildcats. Doubles left, singles right. Jalen Jackson in the backfield. Watkins in a shotgun. Claps for it. No snap yet. Claps again. Gets the ball. Watkins drops back. Do a little QB draw designed. Is it designed? If it was so designed. Not too great. Three-yard gain there. But it's going to be fourth and three. And as the punt unit comes, take the field. Start. A QB draw in third and seven. I respect it there. You don't want Watkins flinging in this windy weather against this great defense. But a QB draw in third and seven. Are we really kidding me? We're trying to make history here. Not get some jump change. As the punt unit comes on here. Nate Fondacaro tries to switch the field position again. Tall task ahead, though, as Villanova's on their own 28-yard line. As the wind's swirling really here in this in, this, in the bounce house. High punt. Fondacaro gets it, though. Boom, not really a booming short kick. Oh, and he shanked it, really, to the right. Probably around a 30-yard kick. Nothing great there. Villanova defense, you're up to the plate again. See if you can cook some sort of... Seven yard. A potion here to fix this problem. The defense really hasn't been a problem yet. We got a water break here, though. We'll catch you after the break on WXVN app with the right Patrick Scanlon. Cats, lose, cats are losing 17-0 to UC. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. This guy in my class is so much older than everyone else. What's he even doing here? This is college. Stop the stigma. Non-traditional students can be defined as transfer students, veterans, those receiving an additional degree, working a full-time job, starting school later than others, or commuting. Here are three things you can do to help stop the stigma experienced by non-traditional students. One, consider your own personal biases. Recognizing your perception of others is the first step to eliminating them. Two, encourage non-traditional students to get involved. Invite them to your next club meeting. You may have more in common than you realize. Three, sit next to a non-traditional student in class or invite them to be part of your group project. There are so many small ways to bridge the social gap between traditional and non-traditional students, which can lead to a more inclusive environment. This public service announcement is brought to you by M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU. In March of 2019, our son was diagnosed with leukemia. He was in a really dangerous spot. There was no other way to save Kyle other than a stem cell transplant. There were many, many moving parts, but luckily they did find a match that was perfect for him. He received his new stem cells four months post-diagnosis. Without a stem cell transplant, I'm not sure that we would still have a son today. A blood stem cell donation can cure or treat over 75 diseases, including leukemia, lymphoma, and sickle cell. Swab to save a life. More information is available at bethematch.org. 
This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, Villanova University's Office of Health Promotion, and WXVNU Health, the first nurse-led department in college radio. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. Welcome back to the bounce house. Cats, zero. UCF night, 17. First 10 play there. Ran back a little late. It was a rollout pass from McLean. Missed target out of bounds. It's like a second and 10 here with 10 27 to play. During the break, apparently Shaq's going to DJ UCF game. 10 28 against West Virginia. DJ Diesel. And a second down run outside. Oh. Got out, got five, six, seven, eight, ten yards. As RJ Harvey, the Virginia transfer, rolls in for a first down. Ghetto. Hooksmania looking to Shaq. You never know, man. They're doing a quick offense here. McLean gets a quick snap. He pulls himself in a read option. Pulled it perfectly. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten yards again. That Malzone offense got to contain. And defense has not done a great job containing today. Letting McLean and Harvey run wild so far here in this Villanova defense. Second three, though, McLean and Harvey with twins left, singles right. Defense in their classic, 3-3-5. Three, three, McLean gets a snap. Gives it over to Harvey again. Harvey left, cuts back inside right, spins around only for enough for a first down there. Second and three, and now we got first and ten with 9-3 to play on WXU and 9 with the right. Patrick Scanlon. First and 10 on this 27. Don't stop the party. If this is your idea of a party for Villanova, I don't know part of it. Double twin. We got McLean and Harvey in the backfield. The Harvey show. McLean claps in there. Sets back the pass. Flings over the right side wide open. Oh, hit sticks right there. Oh, my goodness. Appears to be number six for Villanova. Devin Marshall, the Boston kid, the sophomore. But still got around five yards there of offense. For Pittman Jr. 18 yard line here, 8.50 to play. A villain of a defense. First down and second down. Again, not the problem. Second down coming. Don't want to jinx them here, but again, as night falls here in a windy night in Central Florida, Cats coming to play. On defense, that is. Offensively, we'll have another chat. McLean with a snap. Pumps left, looks deep. He's getting all day to throw, folks. McLean over the right side, caught. Does he have enough for a first down? He does. The tackle there by Elijah Glover. R.J. Harvey again. Can he do it? He can do it in the backfield. He can do it in the flat. He can do it anywhere you would like. The Virginia transfer. Looking great. McLean, quick snap. Gives it over to, oh, pulls it himself. A pass. Nope. Flings it inside on a rush. McLean all over the map there. Pumps a pass. Does he himself on the right side? A rollout. Gain a five. We got second and goal on the five. Quick place for Timmy McLean. Timmy McLean again snaps it. Gives her Harvey himself. Harvey pushing around, rolling around, pushing himself in for a touchdown. Charge on indeed. 23 to 0 as the fireworks blast off in the bounce house. Not a great defensive look for the Cats there as RJ Harvey and Timmy McLean are running wild. You see why this is one of the top rushing teams in the nation, folks. They are cementing their will. In the rush game, pass game, doing fine. 
We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Hello, test, 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 test. I am muted. I am muted. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's the Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, The Roar. The sounds of Brazil's Scott Adams here with an early autumnal salute to a single song, Mais Que Nada, and its entry onto the Billboard Pop Charts. Seven special versions sure to bring a smile. We'll turn the page on summer with an Yvonne Lynn September song, and I'll tell you what's happening with Brazilian events coast to coast and right next door. The sounds of Brazil. Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V891, The Roar. Villanova Theatre presents Sometimes the Rain, Sometimes the Sea by Julia Azumi. Directed by Pulitzer Prize winner James DeHimes, dive into a whimsical reimagination of The Little Mermaid with mooing cows, brewing storms, and the age-old quest of love and humanity. The performance runs from September 21st to October 1st in the Court Theatre at the Mullen Center for the Performing Arts. Ticket information is available at villanovatheater.org or by calling 610-519-7474. A special Q&A session will be held following the September 24th performance at 2 p.m. My name is Chris Kokinos, and I'm the station manager for WXVU, and you're listening to 89.1 The Roar. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V89.1 The Roar. The Roar of the crowd, folks, you're back at the bounce house. UCF Knights the chance, and chant they should. Lights are on, the night lights are calling it. That's, that's pretty good. I've got to give them credit on that one. Flashlights are on in this light show here in the bounce house. It looks it's pretty sight to see, folks, as the kickoff underway with Villanova losing this one 24 to 0 with 747 to play. Let's see what the offense can do here on this drive. Let's look back to a simpler time. Last week, a record setting efficiency for Connor Watkins and company. Eight of eleven through the air, three hundred ten yards, two touchdowns. 38.75 yards per completion in that 42 per 19 win. It'd be a record. In the FCS, if Watkins threw enough passes for it to be considered a record, he so efficient he only threw it eight times on a or threw it eleven times in eight receptions. In a minimum of seventeen completions, or I should say, uh, single game NCAA minimum standard. We're back here though, Watkins and company under the lights. After that light show, doubles left. 
He gave it inside. Elite blocker. D. Will cuts it up the middle, churns his way up for 10 yards and a first. Look at that. D. Will Barley. Hello. Welcome. The Upper Derby kid. Will he? It already happened. You just missed it. Second and coming for Villanova in their own 38. A little quick. Looking back. Look. Doubles left. D will in the backfield next to Watkins. Power formation on the right side. Watkins flings over the right side. Picked. Oh, would have had a walk-in pick six. Number four for UCI. Goodness. He would have walked it in right there. Raiden Marshall. My goodness. He would have had six on a could have hit the Deion Sanders strut back at the 20-yard line because Watkins saw him out of nowhere. I guess these black uniforms really holding because you really can't see him in the dark sky. That's Constellation. I wish they should wear their UCF Constellation uniforms. Would have made this far whooping a little more enjoyable. But again, a lot of game left, 6.59 to play. Only a three-score game here in the bounce house in Central Florida. As we got singles far wide, Watkins and Jalen Jackson inside. Watkins looks back to pass. Flings it over the side. Number 18 has it. Cuts back. Flipped over. My goodness. Justin Marcus, the tight end from Morganville, New Jersey. Went head over heels. Not talking tears for fears. I'm talking facts, folks. The Monmouth graduate transfer. Monmouth had their way with Villanova last year. This year, losing to UCF or FAU, I should say, another Florida opponent. Hard to hear myself thinking here. UCF fans haven't even packed the house, but sounds like it. A party's on in Central Florida. See if Villanova can play spoiler. A long climb ahead. So we got doubles left, singles right with Watkins third and eight. 6-16 to play. Listen to WXV and up on the road. Watkins looks back. He's got pressure, and he's swallowed up. Oh, my goodness. Temi Ajaroto, the right tackle from Queens, New York. Turnstile. Let those big UCFD linemen in there for the sack. Loss of eight there. Watkins really hurting back there. Again, he's getting five or six seconds, but he let it through at the end on the right side there. As the punt's going to go away right now for Nate Fondacaro. Fourth and 16 with 534 to play. I'm Patrick Scanlon. And the snap's good. Ooh, almost blocked there for UCF. Goes a bounce around 35. Nice Villanova bounce. Caught, though, and swallowed up around the 33-yard line where UCF's going to try to... Nice. But now Villanova. Not looking so nice right now. We'll see you after the break on WXC9 for the Roar. I'm Patrick Scanlon, cast down by 24. As students, you're expected to perform well in your academic work, and exams are often a big part of that. However, for many students, the thought of taking a test can lead to intense feelings of anxiety and stress. This can make it difficult to focus, remember important information, and perform to the best of your abilities. 
If you're one of the many students who experience test anxiety, it's important to know that you're not alone. In fact, it's estimated that up to 30% of college students experience some level of test anxiety. The good news is that there are strategies you can use to manage your test anxiety and perform to the best on your exams. These might include things like practicing relaxation techniques, breaking down study materials into smaller chunks, and developing a study routine that works for you. Stop the stigma of test anxiety. Don't let test anxiety hold you back from reaching your full potential. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing and WXVU in Health, the first nurse-led department in college radio. Villanova has partnered with Rite Aid to provide seasonal flu vaccines to students, faculty, and staff. Flu vaccine clinics will be held in the East Lounge Doherty Hall on Thursday, September 21st, Monday, September 25th, and Wednesday, September 27th from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. For employees, this clinic is sponsored by HR and will be at no cost to the employee. You must bring your wild card and insurance card to the clinic with you. You must also complete a screening questionnaire and consent form prior to attending and bring that completed form with you as well. The form and more information is available on the Student Health Center section of the Villanova.edu website. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Folks, welcome back to the Bounce House. Cast down 24 to 0, 523 to play. First and 10 for UCF. McLean gets the whistle. Drops back the pass. Flinches to his right side. Number two. He's got space. 40, 45, 50, 50, 40, 30, 20. He's got one minute to be cut since call a house call. A bounce house call. Oh, but there's a flag on the field. This is good news for Villanova fans, folks. Call it a bounce house call. Call it back is what they're going to do. Penalty box on the field. He had space to work with on the right side. Villanova just blowing coverages right now to this overpowered UCF team. A UCF team that looks like, uh, my eyes, they're going to make some damage in, the big, damage in the Big 12 when John Rice Plumley comes back. Let's see what this penalty call is here. A legal block in the back of the offense. So this one's going to be coming down back a white quite a ways. We'll see here, folks. There's a cool thing. I think this is semi-new to UCF. Nightlights, they call it. When it gets dark in the stadium, middle of the first and second quarter, tell them to put their nightlights on, their flashlights. They say lights up, lights down, lights up, lights down. They go up, down, up, down. And then at the end, they go crazy, bounce around. My desk was shaking. We got first and 10 on Villanova's 25. Could still be a game, but won't be a touchdown. Zilna defense tries to salvage something here. 11 in motion on the right side. McLean getting space all the row. Bottom back of the end zone is caught. Touchdown Knights. Getting all day to throw back there is Timmy McLean. And he's making Villanova pay for it. As the smoke and firework cannons go off at FPC Mortgage Arena. 
Wow, I that probably much build up a good salvage here. It kind of looks like they're laying down, not really wanting to be here. They're saying, "All right, it's 30-0 in this quarter." Uh, I like the main line. I like my room in the commons. I want to go home. All right. Hopefully, we'll see some sort of punch back for the Villanova team. A team this defense get beaten up, drive in and drive out, playing well until the, recently. Boomer, that one's up, and it's good. 31-0. UCF leads at 504 to play. Hopefully, the Villanova offense can salvage something up next. We'll catch you after the break on WXV and I on the road. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. Villanova Reach Out is a new campus organization dedicated to relieving social isolation in older adults through telephone conversations. Villanova Reach Out is looking for students, staff, and faculty volunteers who want to make a difference and a new friend. For information, to volunteer, or to receive calls, contact Reach Out at villanova.edu. R-E-A-C-H-O-U-T at villanova.edu. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I had the pleasure to visit WXVU Studios, and I'm so proud of the work being done through WXVNU Health, a partnership between WXVU and the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. I look forward to hearing more of the outstanding podcasts and public service announcements that are produced by the nursing students and WXVNU Health. This is Villanova University's V891, The Roar. There is a house in Central Florida, a bounce house, and they call it the Rising Sun. Something that's rising is not Villanova's stats here in the CAA. This one won't count for CAA standings. Hope, thank goodness. But something needs to be rising on this drive. As Watkins, is he calling for a timeout already? We haven't even started the drive yet. First and 10 coming, though. Watkins and Jalen Jackson try to do something here. Villanova salvage something, show something for the film. As they got TD in motion, TD cross side, give it back. Puts it to TD, TD on the right side. TD has a block inside, spins inside for a gain of four or five. TD, again, quick as quick as a dime right there, but second and five. 4.52 to go. Villanova trying to come back in this one with some semblance of an offense. An offense that through the air last week, two receivers getting over the century mark. Absolutely ridiculous performance in the air for Pringle and Sanchez last week. There really been no shows today. Watkins really cannot get the ball out. These guys are sticking on him like glue. Second and five. Watkins gives it inside as Jackson churns his way for three yards in the third. Two. Coming up next. Yeah, no, look, the last Villanova game in which two players combined for more than 296 yards that Franklin Sanchez, that, so they, that's what they teamed up for. It was 2019 against Delaware. Changa Hodge, 236, and Zach Kurtzson, 61 yards. Their combined total. 13 catches on 297 yards. Hard to beat and hard to lose one when you're so down in the air. Villanova, though, third and two. As they have doubles one left, singles right with Watkins in the shotgun. 
Watkins gives it to Jackson inside, and he's swallowed up and pushed back. Not up in here, says the UCF D-line as the punt team comes. Fourth and two. Stopped by Really throwing in the white the white flag here. Fourth and two on that. I guess it's on their own 35. Really not wise to go there and keep the bleeding going, but going to punt this one away. UCS going to have a chance to score before half. And Watkins' his first career game with at least two passing and two rushing touchdowns in the same contest last week at Colgate. And that rain fest as the punt booms away to the 18, picked up outside as he weasels his way back for a gain of two or three. Not much. Villanova cover team doing, doing its job here in Central Florida. Three-yard curve. As we're going to get first and 10 coming up for this UCF offense. Looks like we're going to go right into it as the offense takes the field. Villanova of a defense here. You got eight yards to work with, 254. Stop the bleeding. We need an appendage. We need a, something to stop the bleeding, some sort of claw. As UCF fans stay in here, I haven't seen many Villanova fans today. Actually, we had 100, 200 around at the tailgate today. Really good time. But now when you're going down, McLean drops back, looking over the middle, scanning, weasels way to the left, flings it over to the left, out of bounds. Does he have it? Yeah, they're saying he's got a catch. McClay looking mobile, avoiding the detection and the tackle and flinging it to the left. The gain of 21. And a UCF first down, of course. Villanova DB's really looking, again, it's not their fault. It's an overpowered opponent. But you need to find something. RJ Harvey in the backfield, but McLean's going to throw it. McLean looking left again. Same spot again. Villanova. Not seeming to get the memo that he's did. McLean drops back. Getting all the time to throw. Throws it right. Ooh. Oh, ball's out. They're going to call it complete. Devin Marshall over the top. Breaks that one up. Finally, a DB came in there. Could have been a fumble or something. But not the case as we get second and 10 again. So UCF offense. McLean really starting to get in his right now. I mean, this is a guy who's thrown to the game late. John Rice Plumley going down with an injury in Boise State. They figure out a way to get that one done. And now his first start for UCF. And looking great in this one. McLean drops. Nope. Draw out of the running back. And he's got space. 10, 15 yards on that one. 
Tackle ends up being made by number 27, Danny Abraham, the Harvard transfer. But not before he got 16. Ah, that's pretty good. Johnny Abraham, go Johnny, go. So they're chanting here at Billy, here at UCF. Another run inside, pinballing his way for three yards. Bounced off his own lineman there. Keep the bumpers on. They're trying to bowl their way to the end zone. Silver on 27 yards to go. With 106 to play here in the bounce house in Central Florida. Cats lose this one, 31 to 0 so far. And another pass from McLean. Nope. Oh, QB. Quick handoff on the RPO. Richardson gets enough for third and short, but not enough for first and down. First and 10. Talk about hitting turbulence. Villanova defense is not looking great right now. Got a time for UCF, though. We'll catch you after the break on WXVN Apple the Roar. Knights lead this one 31 to 0. Catch you after the break. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. This is MK Kulikin, the host of Toontown, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. I'm Aubrey Bowles, the host of Sports Fanatic, and you are listening to WXVU V89.1, The Roar. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V89.1, The Roar. Back in Central Florida after that UCF timeout where the UCF Knights lead at 31-0. And the wave seems to be started in our section. Trying to get something going. Alongside the Villanova defense, trying to get something of semblance to bring back. As, oh, a little option play. Oh, missed a tackle, but he stumbles. Cuts back. He cuts again. Oh, but cuts another time. Oh, my goodness. Salvaged a lot out of nothing on that double reverse there. The hit came in for one of the Villanovans. But lots of two there. Fourth and five right now with 29 seconds to go. We have their timeout coming. UCF called their second timeout. We'll catch you after the break again. Cats down 31 with 29 seconds to go. Fourth and five, we come back. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Hello and welcome back to Orlando where the party is on for the UCF Knights. Pouring it on up 31 to 0 with 29 seconds left in this first half. You're listening to WXU and I have won the Roy Patrick Scan. And the hero again from last week for UCF, Colton Boomer, trying to add some on. Pour some points on the Cats right here. Fourth and five. Going to be around a 37 yard kick. Kick is up. Boom is up. And Boom is pure. He's good. Cats are down 34 to 0. We'll stick around right now. We only have 34 seconds to go, but 25 seconds. Villanova's probably going to kneel this one. Semblance, things of note to take out for this, for this half. 
one passing yard, one, one single, no passing yards, just one passing yard. Connor Watkins, a guy who was dominating last week, really playing well. Start, finally met a test that we couldn't, and that's this Big 12 UCF team. Uh, UCF team that's looking to get its first Big 12 win next week at Kansas State, a team that just lost to Missouri on the road on a 61-yard field goal at the buzzer. Crowd stormed the field in Missouri. Tigers been there. But Villanova, again, this isn't their fight. Today, they were really have been outclassed, outmatched. Again, not really for their own fault. They're bigger, faster, better generally than these FCS players. This UCF team isn't a bad team. They're a good team. A team that's 2-0, a team that's mustered out two wins. Kent State, they dominated, kicks away. Boise State, they survived a trip to Albertson Stadium and Boise State, the Smurf turf. And now, down John Rice Plumley, who'll be out for the next four weeks. Really interesting to see what UCF will do here. Come up with their next three games being at Kansas State, Baylor at home, and at Kansas, and at Oklahoma, if it keeps going after that bye week into at Oklahoma. You know, this injury could be big. Kansas State, a top 15 team, who's going to want to look for some revenge next week against the UCF team, who they feel, you know, it should be in the conference. I just don't know if they think that. I, I doubt they think that. They love their new company. But see what Connor Watkins and company tries to do here. Down 34, 25 seconds to go. Live from Central Florida. So the black and gold are dominating. 25 seconds to play. Watkins and company. Have run heavy formation, then they prove it prove it true as Jalen Jackson gets swallowed up for a gain of one. So clock's going to run out on this one. 18 seconds left. Villanova looking... To salvage something here in this half. So we're going to let this one run out. At Goose Egg off the board. 34-0, Knights lead it. End of the half. We'll catch you back at the other side. Stephen Kane in the studio what? after this. On WXU and App on the Roar, I'm Patrick Scam. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. And partly sunny Monday, a high 74 degrees. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. And good evening, everybody. You are listening to WXVU V891 The Roar, Villanova football. Halftime show. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, alongside my co-host, Aiden McGovern. Aiden, welcome to the halftime show. And it's just been tough sledding for Villanova. 34 to nothing, UCF leads. And just Villanova just could not get anything going in this first half. Steve, it's been rough. It's been rough watching this game as a Villanova fan, as a Villanova student. But why don't we just get into it? Why don't we just talk about why, you know, they've been struggling in this way? Um Perhaps what can they do to turn it around a little bit in the second half to salvage anything, really? Um, and why don't we start with Connor Watkins and how he's been playing 
Listen, you can't have one passing yard at the half. He's got one passing yard. It's just, it's it's been really tough. It's It's been, I think, a lot tougher than we thought it would be for Villanova. I mean, we talked about it in the beginning. Their one prayer, their one chance of staying somewhat competitive in this game was to establish the run with D. Will Barley and Jalen Jackson and TDA Oduarie and others. But... And, I mean, they struggled, too. I mean, D. Will Barley, really, maybe the only guy you could say had a solid first half, three carries, 27 yards. Every time they gave him the ball, he had a 13-yard run, one for a first down. He was getting, he, he was uh, finding some space, getting through the blockers, seeing, seeing some uh, running lanes open up. So it was pretty good for D. Will Barley. But, yeah, Connor Watkins, every time he threw the ball, I mean, it was a one-yard check down that was that that was that was the one completion and not to mention that one interception that he threw for uh for Villanova because at that point too I mean let's not forget a a lot of the scoring really was in that second quarter you had UCF score in the beginning and they took a seven nothing or or excuse me or no no no, they kicked a field goal in the beginning Colton Boomer 26 yard field goal and then and then you had Jordan McDonald so it was 10 nothing and Ben Villanova had the ball, and they had an opportunity to do something and get their uh, get their way back into it. But then that's when Connor Watkins threw the interception, gave UCF a short field, and then Jordan McDonald again just punched it in. They ran this wildcat formation, just direct snap to him, and he scored. And it was seventeen nothing nights just like that. That was a big turning point. I mean, for you know, those goal line stands with McDonald, the Villanova front seven looked hopeless. It, yeah. You know, that wildcat formation. There was nothing that that you know Villanova could have done at that point um and that's 14 points that's two easy touchdowns right away and all of a sudden you're trying to come back um if Villanova was going to win this game I think they had to keep it close early or they had to get ahead early yeah um and obviously that's much easier said than done versus a you know FBS opponent but right off the bat it's just been a struggle it's been it's been a huge struggle. I mean, the team stats just do not look pretty. I mean, three hundred thirty five to thirty eight in terms of total yards. That's the advantage that UCF has. That's nearly a three hundred yard advantage. And we've only played thirty minutes. We still have thirty right, more minutes. Right. I mean, it's just it's it, it's it's been very difficult for Villanova. And I mean, they really just have to hang their heads high here and just try to put together some solid uh, football in the second half to take with them in their game against Rhode Island next week yeah of course I and mean, you, you got to figure that you know this kind of this lead that UCF has that looks insurmountable you figure that that's kind of gotten to their heads a little bit you saw some mental errors a couple drop passes um in that first half so you know as much as an FBS opponent's going to be difficult to beat if you start beating yourself like Ryan had mentioned on the play-by-play there's nothing that you're going to do to win that game um, so step one, you'd figure for the Wildcats would be just to try and pull it together on their end. Um, stop making those mental errors. Just try to get more first downs. I mean, what was their third down conversion? They were 0 for 6 on third down. This Villanova offense. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been really difficult for Villanova. And I think the thing is, too, is that you think 34 to nothing. You think it's Villanova getting maybe a couple first downs and then they just can't string together a full drive like they end up punting every single time and then UCF's just been on fire right 34 to nothing I mean that's I mean for a lot of teams I mean like you think of maybe some of the big blowouts in college football where teams win like 70 to nothing usually those games at halftime 
it's probably around this score line, maybe a little yeah. bit worse. Like sometimes yeah. teams will be up forty to nothing. Like Ohio State will be playing like uh, Western Kentucky. I saw earlier today, like they were beating them pretty badly in halftime. It was something like that. But uh, but the frustrating thing for Villanova is that there was even moments like UCF punted twice and they still scored thirty four points in the first half. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like they like scored every single drive. They just it, it was so. I mean, like that just puts into perspective. Like Villanova kind of did this to themselves, and that's what Patrick was saying on the air too. Yeah, I mean, you know, you had in the uh, second quarter, um, you know, uh, a touchdown pass was thrown by Timmy McLean, and flags came out. They called it back, and on the very next play, he threw another touchdown pass. Yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, you had this huge play to Kobe Hudson for the touchdown. And yeah, it was and 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 you were just thinking the worst as a Villanova fan, and then it gets called back, and you're thinking, okay, I mean UCF still picks up some of the yardage, it's not too terrible, but then just a 35 yard touchdown pass to Javon Baker, which puts UCF up 31 to nothing, and that kind of felt like the early dagger at that yeah, point. I mean, now you're up course. four possessions pretty much just insurmountable at that point and again we're only at halftime this isn't even like the post game show or doing a second half recap here so it, it really just puts into perspective there's just how dominant UCF has been in general but I mean I think I think the one thing really I mean I think the running game too was just really terrifying for uh for UCF and Villanova just did not know how to stop it like RJ Harvey um and Johnny Richardson mm-hmm. they, they were both just really overwhelming this Villanova front seven and I mean again number one in the country in terms of rushing only two weeks in but just showing their medal on uh, in terms of the running and game. even just there I mean that's where you see the difference between FBS and FCS programs yeah you know we've a pregame show we went over it you know pretty heavily UCF being the top rushing offense in the country Villanova being the number four rushing defense in the FCS yeah and these are the results you get you know that's kind of where this level of, of competition is at it's difficult to watch as a fan but you know yeah you have to stay positive I think that's the one thing as a Villanova fan like you kind of expected this you were hoping maybe for a little bit of a better performance I mean I remember uh, I mean last year they, their FCS opponent against Army they kept it kind of close it was 21 to 7 in halftime and it was 14 to 7 at the end of the first quarter so they kept it pretty close while in this game it was 17 to nothing at the end of the first quarter and 34 nothing at halftime so so far i mean the game ended 49 to 10 so things kind of got off the rails quickly for villanova at that point but not looking good for villanova so far in this fbs test but again you said it i think greatly is that it's fbs right villanova is an fcs team i still feel pretty confident um i mean we both feel pretty confident i think that they can handle uh that they can handle business in the CAA and that they can be a top team there as long as they clean up some of those mistakes. This is, at the end of the day, a good football team. They're a good FCS program, and they're going to be very competitive in their conference this year. Uh, And I think, you know, you do hope to see some improvements in the second half. Steve, what do you think they have to do in the second half to bring this to a more respectable score? They just, I mean, they have to pound the rock. I think it's as simple as that. I mean, we talked about that in the beginning. Um, on the other side of the ball, really, the front seven for Villanova um, going up against this UCF offense, and it's it's very difficult. Like, this UCF offense, Timmy McLean, you got to give hats off to him and Gus Malzone. Like, they coached up a really good game plan that's just 
completely dissected this Villanova defense through and through. But for Villanova to have any chance, it's got to come from the running game. Guys like Jalen Jackson and D. Will Barley and Ayo Duarie, like they all need to just uh, they all need to be involved. They need to get a little creative, really, with the run schemes too. A lot of it was just very basic. Like they were feeding these backs, but a lot of it was just kind of routine runs up the middle but again you're not like you're not the philadelphia eagles against the vikings on thursday night where you can just pound the rock and you have a really superior edge in terms of the trenches right you're that much better so you get the, the the privilege to do that but villanova just isn't i mean we talked about this ucf defensive front and just how scary it is with traymond morris brash and josh uh josh salazar and um it's been it's just been tough sledding for Villanova. And, I mean, really the one thing is the running game. They've had some really good running backs. Like Jalen Jackson's been very experienced, and he's had some great performances as of late. D. Will Barley also rushed for over 100 yards in the Colgate game. So these guys are competent backs, but it's going to come from them. I think if, if, if Villanova cuts into this, I mean, the 26-and-a-half point spread, it'll be difficult to fight their way back into it. But if they can somehow cover, like that would probably be the reason. But – I'll, th- I'll throw it back to you uh, for for Villanova. What do you, do you uh, do you agree with that, or do you think I it do? Comes from somewhere I else? do, um, but I also think that there is that kind of added layer of just it's got a confidence. You know, it's confidence. Confidence. Watkins yeah. made a few bad throws um, that were nowhere close to his target. He made a few poor decisions, um, and this is kind of a systematic issue right now for Villanova. Um, so you know, again. They got to remind themselves, and I'm sure they are at the half, that they are a good program, and they're a good squad, and these are all very, very capable and competent football players. And I do think that they're going to come out in the second half looking a little bit better. Um, you know, you had mentioned as we were watching the game that towards the end of the third quarter, fourth quarter, uh, UCF will probably wind up pulling some of their starters um, if yeah. this game does get out of hand. And hopefully, that comes at a point where Villanova begins to kind of, you know, regain their their confidence and i think that's how they're just going to get points up on the board yeah i mean it's not even about this game anymore it's just about trying to take whatever you can in the second half at the bounce house and try to take that into your game against rhode island next week and against future opponents william and mary delaware all those caa opponents that are waiting down the gauntlet for villanova but it'll be interesting to see how they how they just respond to this and i think pat pointed it out like like uh like very like very astutely just yeah like Villanova did look nervous out there and it's just like why like why are you even nervous in the first place like you're kind of playing with house money you're going down there there's not really a ton of expectation for Villanova like no one's gonna throw a fit that they're two and one and that their one loss was to a pretty good FBS program I mean UCF you know like there's not there can be some bad FC um excuse me FBS teams but UCF's probably a top 50 top 40 program in the country right I mean they could be I mean they could be top 25 at a certain point if they win some really big big 12 games they're playing a ranked opponent in Kansas State next week so it's uh, so you're playing with house money and yeah I mean you said it like for Villanova like the best thing you can do is just go out and just be confident and you really don't have much to lose and you just have to play I, I mean, I mean, you still have to play smart. That doesn't mean you play very brazenly and make silly mistakes and be ultra aggressive. But just, but just execute it like you're playing against Lehigh, even yeah. though you're not playing against Lehigh. But yeah. it's it's a mindset. Um, it's a mindset. It's a mindset exactly. So, but that's going to be the key for Villanova heading into this 
second half, and we'll see if they could turn it around. But that is going to do it here for the Villanova football halftime show. Again, Aiden and I will be back for post-game coverage. We'll see if Villanova can turn this around. They're down 34 to nothing, just trying to take some positive momentum with them before CAA play begins to ramp up for them throughout the rest of September, October, and November. But that's going to do it. You've been listening to WXVU V89-1, the Roars Villanova Football Halftime Show. And we'll see you for the post game. Go Cats. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. As students, you're expected to perform well in your academic work, and exams are often a big part of that. However, for many students, the thought of taking a test can lead to intense feelings of anxiety and stress. This can make it difficult to focus, remember important information, and perform to the best of your abilities. If you're one of the many students who experience test anxiety, it's important to know that you're not alone. In fact, it's estimated that up to 30% of college students experience some level of test anxiety. The good news is that there are strategies you can use to manage your test anxiety and perform to the best on your exams. These might include things like practicing relaxation techniques, breaking down study materials into smaller chunks, and developing a study routine that works for you. Stop the stigma of test anxiety. Don't let test anxiety hold you back from reaching your full potential. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students and the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing and WXVU in Health, the first nurse-led department in college radio. My name is Chris Kokinos, and I'm the station manager for WXVU, and you're listening to 89.1 The Roar. This guy in my class is so much older than everyone else. What's he even doing here? This is college. Stop the stigma. Non-traditional students can be defined as transfer students, veterans, those receiving an additional degree, working a full-time job, starting school later than others, or commuting. Here are three things you can do to help stop the stigma experienced by non-traditional students. One, consider your own personal biases. Recognizing your perception of others is the first step to eliminating them. Two, encourage non-traditional students to get involved. Invite them to your next club meeting. You may have more in common than you realize. Three, sit next to a non-traditional student in class or invite them to be part of your group project. There are so many small ways to bridge the social gap between traditional and non-traditional students, which can lead to a more inclusive environment. This public service announcement is brought to you by M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU. Villanova has partnered with Rite Aid to provide seasonal flu vaccines to students, faculty, and staff. Flu vaccine clinics will be held in the East Lounge Doherty Hall on Thursday, September 21st, Monday, September 25th, and Wednesday, September 27th, from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. For employees, this clinic is sponsored by HR and will be at no cost to the employee. You must bring your wildcard and insurance card to the clinic with you. You must also complete a screening questionnaire and consent form prior to attending and bring that completed form with you as well. 
The form and more information is available on the Student Health Center section of the Villanova.edu website. The sounds of Brazil's Scott Adams here with an early autumnal salute to a single song, Mais Que Nada, and its entry onto the Billboard Pop Charts. Seven special versions sure to bring a smile. We'll turn the page on summer with an Yvonne Lynn September song, and I'll tell you what's happening with Brazilian events coast to coast and right next door. The sounds of Brazil. Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V891, The Roar. Villanova Reach Out is a new campus organization dedicated to relieving social isolation in older adults through telephone conversations. Villanova Reach Out is looking for students, staff, and faculty volunteers who want to make a difference and a new friend. For information to volunteer or to receive calls, contact Reach Out at Villanova. Dot edu R-E-A-C-H-O-U-T at Villanova.edu. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I had the pleasure to visit WXVU Studios, and I'm so proud of the work being done through WXVNU Health, a partnership between WXVU and the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. I look forward to hearing more of the outstanding podcasts and public service announcements that are produced by the nursing students and WXVNU Health. This is Villanova University's V891, The Roar. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. And partly sunny Monday, a high 74 degrees. I'm Aubrey Bowles, the host of Sports Fanatic, and you are listening to WXVU V89.1, The Roar. Ugh. I'm setting another timer for 30 minutes. Ugh, I'm so tired. What time is it? Ah, oh, I have to go to class. Have you ever woken up from a nap like this? Here's some advice, backed by research, to take naps that help you wake up refreshed and sleep at night without trouble. Number one, keep naps short. Naps should only be 15 to 30 minutes long. Number two, Optimal napping time is between 1 and 4 p.m., but find a time that works for you. Number three, nap in a quiet, dark, and cool environment without distractions. That means no phones. Really? No phones? Correct. No phones. Now you can feel more rested during those tough work weeks. Happy catnapping, Wildcats. And remember, don't sleep on sleep. This PSA was brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU Villanova Radio. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Bounce House, where Villanova's losing this 134-0 to the night from Central Florida. That first half was an ugly one, folks. An ugly one that Stephen company definitely harped upon. But it's an ugly one that Villanova offense needs to 
be a goldfish to quote uh quote famed soccer coach Ted Lasso. Forget about it, move on. Little offense for first to ten. Connor Watkins got a screen of TD. TD around the 30-yard line. He's got cuts back in for a first cuts again. Stiff arms left. He's rumbling, stumbling, moving around. He's got 17 yards, folks. And a first down for the Wildcats. Talking about being a goldfish. They forgot all about that first half. It moved on for around 17 yards. That's more than they got in the whole first quarter and definitely matching around. Got that second quarter. Seven. But here we go. Villanova. First and ten. Let's do it again. Snap to Watkins. Hand inside. Wallowed up by TD. Spins around. Gets enough to get back to the line of scrimmage. But Watkins, though, that was his first completed pass. He's one of nine on the night. The pick, minus ten passer rating. Not great things. Wing attack. Also a poultry 30-ish yards, nothing major. Right now, 37 rushing yards, 126 rushing yards, one passing yard now. We're at for Connor Watkins and company. Doubles right, singles left. Twin running backs in the backfield, Watkins. Second and 10. 13.46 to play. Watkins drops back to pass, getting pressure. Wheels out to his right, though. Flag's coming. Gets a nice block as Watkins rushes out of bounds for a one-yard gain. Probably coming back, though. Laundry on the field, definitely a holding call. Flag on the play. Flags fly. We'll see what happens here. Still awaiting a penalty here of sorts. Holding on the offense. On 65, the lineman. That's Ian Ickerson, the Atlanta, Georgia sophomore. Chance if you can't do that, reckon through the through the student section. Yes, it's true. You cannot do it. It's illegal to do. That's why it's a flag. Second and ten, though, coming. This little of offense, though. Again, dink and dunk plays like that screen to TDR Oriraje are going to benefit this team in the long term. Because we got double twins with TD in the backfield with Connor Watkins. Four-man rush incoming for UCF. Watkins looks back, has a screen, doesn't have anybody, rolls out to his right, darts it over to the side, and that's a Nice little gain of seven for the Villanova offense. 84, Daniel Lopes. Lopes didn't play a lot in that first two, those first two games against Lehigh and Colgate, but here they are. Lopes has two catches on the night, or two targets at least. As the belt tolls for a third and 12 against this big 12 foe here in the bounce house. The crowd is on their feet, making sure this one doesn't get competitive. But Villanova trying to inch their way back in this one. Third and 12 coming. Twins left, single right. Watkins takes the snap. Getting pressure inside over the middle. He's got Antonio Johnson. Reaches for a gain around four or five. Reach, the reach was not enough, not even remotely close. And we got a fourth down coming, and the punt units could take the field. So, Offense, you know, I've seen worse drives, obviously, this game. Fourth down. Couple dink and dunk plays got them back where they wanted to be. That for that holding call seemed to be the nail in the coffin on that drive for this Villanova offense as they punt it back, try to play the field position game, get back in this one, or at least get on the scoreboard. That's that's the main goal for us tonight. If I'm the offense, just find a way to put yourself in position to do well, to succeed, position to succeed the rest of this season. As the punt comes away, almost blocked, gets it away, and it's a booming punt back out to the one yard line. Oop. 
Nice little Villanova bounce. Stopped around the four-yard line. Villanova going to have UCF in some bad field position. Coming up next on WXVN on the Roar, Patrick Scanlon. Cats down 34 to 0 with 1149 to play. That we would still have a son today. A blood stem cell donation can cure or treat over 75 diseases, including leukemia, lymphoma. McLean on the keeper. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the UCF Villanova game, live from FBC Mortgage Arena Stadium. On that first and 10, on the zone three, Timmy time. Timmy McLean moved out, waggled his way, checked down a pass, and he decided, let me keep it myself. Ran for a route of gain of nine yards. Now, second and one went for the UCF Knights offense. They get it right inside. Cut back. Around seven, eight yards on that carry there for R.J. Harvey, the stalwart for this UCF's company. And that's good enough for UCF. It definitely is good enough for UCF first down and some more. First and 10 for the Knights on their own 20-yard line. See if Illinois can stop playing very late back on these receivers. Probably eight yards of cushion right now. Another run inside. And only a gain around two, pushed around. As Villanova gang tackles are up on the right side. Shane Hartzell. Where it is hard on his sleeve. But Second and not a lot of heart shown tonight here for this Villanova squad. Again, it's hard to tell how much is hard, how much is strictly talent when you're playing these FBS teams. You want to find something to bring away from these games that help you. As the pass goes, a little screen action. Snuffed out by the Villanova defense. So we got third and long coming up. Third and ten. He had a pump left screen, rolling back, pumped right, threw it low. So got it off there. Didn't want to make any dumb mistakes. And Villanova's back here. And for the ninth, and they're on 21. Third and nine for the Knights here. At 8.32 Eastern time. And we got a jump here. Flag coming. A jump. Deep flag before the snap. Looks like number 91 for Villanova jumped. It's the big fella, Aiden Howard, from Texas. Let's see if they call it on him. Five. Defense number 91. Yep. I got to get Howard for that one any day of the week. They're getting some new personnel in here. That was more of a third and long team. And now you get the third and five. You get the bigger guys coming in. Trying to stop that run. Trying to get R.J. Harvey bottled up in the backfield. Obviously, easier said than done right now. But we're going to see Timmy time. Timmy McLean in the backfield. Twins on both sides. Running back in the backfield. Timmy's going to drop back to pass. Getting collapsed the packet. He's dropping up. Rushes up inside. Cuts back. Got around the line of scrimmage. He's running right. Does he have enough for the first down? He does not. Rushed out of bounds right there. Pushes him out early of the first down. That's number 30. Six on the play, it looked like. I should say 35, Brendan Bell, the Baskin Ridge kid. And we got fourth and short, and they're going to bring the punting unit out. Way to, way to survive that offsides call from Aiden Howard. Villanova, there's something right there to look look at. You know, look at the film tomorrow. You messed up. So what? At this point, you learn from your mistakes. And you don't sit down and let yourself get run over. You find a way. You get through adversity. And 34 to nothing is a adversity you really can't overcome. But now it's an adversity that you got to look look to the future for. These moments that help build character, help build good players, good football teams. As the punt booms away for Pringle, 
Catch on the 22-yard line. Backstracks. He's got a little space. He's a fast kid. Pringle cuts inside 30. 35. Oh, tackled inside. Pringle, nice little gain of 14 there. I'll give it to Ray Jean. As we'll catch you back in around three minutes with 944 to play in this third quarter. Cats down 34. Break on WXV and I have one the right Patrick Scanlon. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. Villanova has partnered with Rite Aid to provide seasonal flu vaccines to students, faculty, and staff. Flu vaccine clinics will be held in the East Lounge Doherty Hall on Thursday, September 21st, Monday, September 25th, and Wednesday, September 27th, from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. For employees, this clinic is sponsored by HR and will be at no cost to the employee. You must bring your wild card and insurance card to the clinic with you. You must also complete a screening questionnaire and consent form prior to attending and bring that completed form with you as well. The form and more information is available on the Student Health Center section of the Villanova.edu website. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. And partly sunny Monday, a high of 74 degrees. My name is Chris Kokinos, and I'm the station manager for WXVU, and you're listening to 89.1 The Roar. This is MK Kulikin, the host of Toontown, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's the morning roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, the roar. Welcome back to FBC Mortgage Mortgage Stadium here. A long day in Orlando, a long day for this Villanova offense. They try to take the field right now. The bounce house, though. Even though it's around 70% filter, it was. People have left, you know, since halftime. Really impressed with the stadium. I really could feel my table shaking. They called a bounce house for a reason. First to 10, handed off to Jalen Jackson. Cuts inside to a 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 yard gain. Jalen Jackson make it 14. Rushes to the Villanova 49. Explosive first step. Jalen Jackson, as always. Kid from Richmond, Virginia. Saying this is my last chance to dance. It's my sixth year. Let's show up or show out. As he's done so far this season. 
Doubles left, single right with Sanchez as Jalen Jackson walked into the backfield. Shotgun formation on their own 49-yard line. Another inside to Jackson. He's looking around. Le'Veon Belling it. But Jackson. unlike Le'Veon Bell, gets tackled for around one yard. Game. Yeah, definitely had a little bit of that Le'Veon Bell action. Wait for your blockers to adjust. Saw what Aubrey and I were talking about last week. Alongside Nick Spansky. The runners that, you know, follow their blocks. Wait for their blocks to grow and form. Do a better job than those explosive ones. Is just running up around the middle. Doesn't really look where they're going. But we got second and nine coming off of the 50-yard line. Twins both sides with Watkins in the shotgun with Jalen Jackson on his left hip. Watkins. Slings it to the left. Oh, a little too far left. Off the outstretched hands of Antonio Johnson. The tight end. Third and nine. Third downs haven't been too great for the Villanova defense. Talk about the Villanova offense right now. Really not something that we can talk about with a smile on our face. Every time the bell is tolled, 0-7 third down efficiency for Villanova. Not something you can go crazy about. We're at a 4-10 for the UCF offense with a 1-for-1 one one on fourth down. Third nine coming up, though, on the 15-yard line. You're listening to WXG and I have won the roar. Twins right, single left. Jackson on his left. Watkin drops back the pass. Swings to the left side. Oh, absolute duck of a pass from Watkins. I don't even know where he's trying to throw that. It's a bounce pass. Someone called basketball pass. Yes, it is a basketball pass. A little bounce pass. Here at Villanova, they're thinking, many people I talked to today actually said, I didn't know Villanova had a football team. Well, folks, you're listening to him right here on WXVN 89.1 The Roar. I'm Patrick Scanlon. And we do, in fact, have a football team. Right now, some people are saying, uh, let's not emphasize our football team right now just yet. Down 34-0 to to UCF. They'll rebound. There's a reason these games don't count for CAA standings. There's a reason those early games did not count for CAA standings. Two easy tests two in a one hard, real, real hard test. As the punts away, we get a fair catch for UCF around the 18-yard line. 18-yard line. No return there, but UCF's going to take over here with 818 to play. You're listening to WXV and I for the roar. Cast down 34. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Night Nation, once again, thank you so much. Villanova Theater presents Sometimes the Rain, Sometimes the Sea by Julia Azumi. Directed by Pulitzer Prize winner James Zaheims, dive into a whimsical reimagination of... The bounce house, 8-11 to play. First down, they did some sort of flat route. Low pass from McLean, but they still caught it. First, second, and six coming up at FBC Mortgage Stadium. As UCF tries to build on this lead with eight to play in this third quarter. Start to run this clock a little bit more. Zilava. Maybe not start the buses, start the planes. McLean. Swings out to the left. Has a catch, a little screen action. 15-yard gain. And a flag coming in. Taken down by number nine for Villanova defense, Ty Trin. The Owings Mills, Maryland kid. The senior who's definitely shown his impact on the ball game. That ran that pick in that Lehigh game a couple weeks ago. Looking like a far cry himself, though, against this these quick receivers for UCF. A sideline warning for UCF. Interesting call. I haven't really heard that one yet. 
It's a first for this one. But Villanova does have a sack. Remember that QB pressure Ferrante called for with a DB blitz up the gut. And they fumbled it, obviously recovered it. That's their one sack of the night. Four tackles for loss. Nothing too crazy for Villanova defense. As UCF looks here. Steps away. Kicks it out quickly. Number 13. Round a gain of eight. Tackled by Ice Waxter. McLean completes to Randy Pittman Jr. That's Randy Pittman Jr. Again, you heard that name a lot tonight, folks. One of UCF usual suspects tonight that are doing damage to the men from the main line. We're going to snap away here for UCF. Double twins, they run it too. Well, running nine yards deep on these guys, but they're going to quick run to Richardson on the outside. Gain of three. Should be enough for a first down, says the referee. Here we go now. Double twins, another quick snap. Throwing it quickly out, number seven. Cuts back inside. Oh, he's got space for a 12-yard gain. Quick. A little sliver of action on the left side. It was enough for him to get an 11-yard gain. Another UCF first down is right. That was J Javon Baker. 6-1 senior. Making some damage tonight. First and 10 of the 40-yard line. You listen to WXU 9.0. 620 to play. UCF running two guys on the right. And we're going to drop back the pass. Getting all time to work is McLean. McCain rolls left. He's going to cut it inside. Going to get tackled from behind by number 55. The Holy Cross transfer. Jake Reichwine, Doylestown kid. Coming back home after that year at Holy Cross. Those couple years at Holy Cross, I should say, as a grad student. Getting two receivers spread right out. McLean throws it right. Oh, a little out of the outstretched hands of Kobe Hudson. On the right side, ran some double singles with the singles around the numbers. So you have third and eight coming up. Third and eight for the night. Those longer passes from McLean tonight have not been very accurate when he had to go out. He has to throw it outside the numbers. But deep over the middle, he may have been your guy. He may be your guy, Night Nation. Only time will tell. See how long this Rice Plumley injury is. Snap McLean rolls right. He's got a little space to work with. Cuts back inside. He's getting pressure. Throws over the middle. Oh, and he catches it around the 25-yard line. He's brought down by number 30, a John Roden. Gain of, 14. Gain of 14 right there. Just when I nixed him for his outside-the-pocket passes, or outside-the-number passes, he throws a dime across his body. Not really smart for a QB to do on that, but if you make a reception, he really can't fault you. Doubles right, singles left with Richardson in the backfield. Henry, I should say. Oh, up the gut. Walking home. House call in the bounce house for R.J. Harvey. Touchdown UCF and the remaining bands who have made this trip and stayed here. Say made the trip. They live here, folks. And they're making it shown right now. R.J. Harvey pours it on for the UCF Knights. Cue the, cue the fight song. Yeah, he really had no pressure on the inside right there. R.J. Harvey... Might as well be in L.A. and not Orlando. They had a red carpet to walk down the middle right there for the touchdown. As the 40-point thrashing here in the Sunshine State, as front end company have to think right now, all right, let's not get anybody hurt. Let's figure this out. The kick is up for Boomer. 
Okay, Boomer. It's an extra point right there. 41 to 0 with 5.12 to play as Ferrante tries to figure it out. Cats down 41. We'll catch you after the break on WXV on Apple and the Roar. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. Villanova Theatre presents Sometimes the Rain, Sometimes the Sea by Julia Azumi. Directed by Pulitzer Prize winner James DeHimes, dive into a whimsical reimagination of The Little Mermaid with mooing cows, brewing storms, and the age-old quest of love and humanity. The performance runs from September 21st to October 1st in the Court Theatre at the Mullen Center for the Performing Arts. Ticket information is available at villanovatheater.org or by calling 610-519-7474. A special Q&A session will be held following the September 24th performance at 2 p.m. My name is Chris Kokinos, and I'm the station manager for WXVU, and you're listening to 89.1 The Roar. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I had the pleasure to visit WXVU Studios, and I'm so proud of the work being done through WXVNU Health, a partnership between WXVU and the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. I look forward to hearing more of the outstanding podcasts and public service announcements that are produced by the nursing students and WXVNU Health. This is Villanova University's V891, The Roar. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's the Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, The Roar. Song says there must be some kind of way out of here. I guess what Ferrante and company are thinking right now here in the bounce house. 41 to 0, a drubbing by the UCF Golden Knights. Not officially called the Golden Knights, but. Their gold seems to be shimmering here under the lights here at the bounce house. As they call their fans to turn their night lights on. Flashlights makes the stadium twinkle at night. And a kick, a rocket of a kick from Boomer there as TD takes touchback in the end zone. A rocket. Again, only mere miles from Kennedy Space Center. I'm a Florida kid myself. Took some field trips over there. Cool rocket simulator. They put you up in a rocket. Trying to shoot you up in the air. Kind of traumatizing, actually, when you think about it. But uh, probably not more traumatizing than what the Villanova O-line has seen today. Constant pressure for Watkins. And the Villanova UCF DBs have been eating it up, those Watkins passes. Only 37 passing yards tonight, 53 rushing yards, 90 total. Let's compare that to a 442 total yards for the UCF Knights with 266 passing, 176 rushing. As you get a first attempt for Watkins and company trying to get their first points on the board. It's going to be a run inside to D. Will Barley. 
swallowed up for a loss of two. Oh, so he pushes his way up for a loss of one. He will barley on it's the little things, folks. Game of inches. When it's a closer game, those inches really show up. But when you're down 41 with five to play in the third quarter, it's really give or take at that point. Loss of one on the place. Loss of one. Second 11 coming up for the Villanova Wildcats. Got trips right. Sanchez, Pringle, and Johnson. Now Johnson goes in the motion to the left side with D. Will, Barley, and Watkins. Watkins talking back to the sideline on the 20-yard line, 25-yard line, taking the snap in the shotgun. Watkins takes a snap, rolls right, looking for somebody deep, slings it over the top to the right side. Ooh, had Sanchez on a turnaround spot, but did not get it. Pass, yes. pass broken up there by the UCF DB. William Wells. William Wells was the closest man there, but that was more of a Jalen Sanchez Watkins rolling out at one leg, tossing it, I guess out of bounds, only where his receiver could get it. One of the smarter throws we see for Watkins today, but I guess the smartest today will lead to an incompletion. The dumbest will lead to a pick. We'll see, though, third, 10, see if Watkins and company can pick up a first down here, make some magic happen, and a couple miles north of the most magical place on earth. Getting pressure, but Watkins over the middle. Has Pringle for the first down. Pringle in between, sandwiched right there between two DBs, a linebacker and a DB right there. Rajon Pringle. I haven't heard that name a lot tonight. Because you really haven't heard a lot of the passing game tonight. But for the one time, for the for the two time, once you pop, you can't stop. Javon Pringle. Mr. Reliable. Coming up clutch on that third and ten. As we got two men on the right, one on the left, with Barley and Watkins in the backfield. First and ten on the Villanova 36. Maybe another handoff to D. Will Barley. Cuts left, inside, churns his way for four yards. We're going to get second and six coming up with 3.40 to play in this one. D. Will Barley, you know, 57 rushing yards total between Jalen Jackson, D. Will Barley, and TD Arraje. But still out there, still pushing the pile. Kind of credit those linemen for sticking in there. Those are some big, big 12 dogs down there. Lee Hunter all day. Eating them up, Matthew Alexander. Josh Selascar, these big guys are swallowing up the hole inside. Found some way for it for Watkins. Little screen pass, though. He's got D. Will Barley. D. Will Barley's got space. D. Will at the 45. He's got blockers. Cut back inside. D. Will at the 30, 35. <laughs> what a screen call there in Villanova with the biggest play of the night. Gain around 45. The UCF 25. UCF 25. Flip the field right there. Really flipped the field in that play. They had all-out blitz, and they said, Watkins says, all right, I'll, I can race you backwards. Like a Villanova tour guide in blue key. Raced backwards on his feet, pitched it over. D. Will Barley caught it with three linemen to block for him, and he was off to the races to around the 25-yard line. We got a first and 10. Could Villanova see their first trip to the red zone tonight? Only time will tell. Twins left, single right. Jackson and Watkins in the shotgun. And he gives it to Jackson. Jackson cuts inside. Weasels his way for around three yards. We got second and seven coming up here in Orlando. And most magical place on earth. Disney World, only a couple miles away, 25 minutes. The tourist capitals of the world. Three, second and eight. Speaking of attractions and roller coasters, not really a roller coaster of a game. As we got twins on both sides here. Second and eight coming in. Ken Villanova 
break the seal with 145 to play in the third quarter on WXVN Nap on the right. Patrick Scanlon. Watkins and Jackson. The Jackson two in the backfield. Watkins gives her to Jackson again. Jackson stutter steps, but Jackson ultimately stutters. I'm try, trying to execute that play. Third and eight coming up. Right now, we got Sanchez Pringle in. As Luke Daly takes off the field. Got Antonio Jat Otano Johnson on the right. Sanchez in the slot. Pringle in the left slot. Over there. Quinns on both sides with Jackson Watkins in the shotgun. Third and eight coming up. Some life's coming out of this UCF student section. Watkins drops back to pass. Got some time. Swings left. He's got a catch from Johnson. Kinside. Not Johnson. Excuse me. Pardon me. On the outside to Daniel Lopez. The Cheshire Connecticut kid. You see, you've heard that name a couple times, folks. Name to look out for. Daniel Lopez, receiver from the sophomore receiver from Cheshire, Connecticut. Fourth and three. First time Villanova's going for a fourth down today. And the UCF student section and the fans are on their feet for one of the first times since the first half. 20 seconds to play in this third quarter on WXVN up with the roar. Trips right. Jackson and Watkins and shotgun. Watkins snaps the ball, rolls out to his right. He's got space. Watkins looking for somebody. He finds him in the middle. Pringle, what a catch. He snags it at the nine-yard line. Once you pop, you can't stop. What a fourth down conversion from Javon Pringle. Talking about Mr. Reliable. Two catches on this drive. On third and fourth downs, respectively, of around eight, nine yards. 11 yards on the first one, eight yards on the last one. But end of the third quarter. The Villanova in the red zone, threatening, trying to break this goose egg. Cats down 41-0. But in scoring position, when we come back on WXVN 9 on the Rule. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. To kick off the fall semester, WXVU sat down with Villanova President Father Peter Donahue and he talked about the university's efforts to be more inclusive. Well, I think when you talk about diversity, equity, inclusion, you're talking about, you know, very Catholic themes. Um, I always say that I think uh, Jesus Christ was one of the first diversity officers. You know, he, uh, he included many people. He came to bring in many people, to bring them in from far and wide. The kingdom is for everyone. And as uh, Pope Francis has been saying over and over again, particularly this summer in the World Youth Day, you know, we need to open the doors wide. I think that's, it's very much a part of who we are as a Augustinian Catholic institution. You know, I, I encourage everybody here to, to see the, the people around them and, and bring them in. And, you know, if you see somebody that needs to have a person to listen to them or a person to walk with them or a person to eat with them or, you know, the, there's, there's opportunities all around us. Listen to the full conversation and all of our move-in day interviews on WXVU's podcast feed, available wherever you listen to podcasts. This guy in my class is so much older than everyone else. What's he even doing here? This is college. Stop the stigma. Non-traditional students can be defined as transfer students, veterans, those receiving an additional degree, working a full-time job, starting school later than others, or commuting. Here are three things you can do to help stop the stigma experienced by non-traditional students. 
1. Consider your own personal biases. Recognizing your perception of others is the first step to eliminating them. 2. Encourage non-traditional students to get involved. Invite them to your next club meeting. You may have more in common than you realize. 3. Sit next to a non-traditional student in class or invite them to be part of your group project. There are so many small ways to bridge the social gap between traditional and non-traditional students which can lead to a more inclusive environment. This public service announcement is brought to you by M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU. My name is Chris Kokinos, and I'm the station manager for WXVU, and you're listening to 89.1 The Roar. I'm Aubrey Bowles, the host of Sports Fanatic, and you are listening to WXVU V89.1 The Roar. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V89.1 The Roar. Welcome back to the Bounce House. Thunderstruck. Villanova tries to strike the end zone. Strike Peter here, first and goal on the eight-yard line. I'll give credit, folks. A lot of people have left, but you can still feel this place shaking when they decide to bounce around here in the bounce house. But first and eight, doubles on the right side as Johnson in the motion, man. We have two guys on the left now, alone, with Jackson and Watkins in the shotgun. Watkins receives a shotgun snap, pulls it himself. Nope, gives it over to Jackson, who spins around, weasels his way for nothing, not a zilch. Second and down. Second down and goal around the eight-yard line. That was a Jackson-on-Jackson Jackson tackle right there. The more you know, folks, here on WXVN App on the Roar. 14.38 to play. Villanova, second and goal. First red zone trip of the night. Can they strike Pater against the black and gold? Let's see right now. Second and goal. Trips left with Jackson. And Watkins in the shotgun. A lot of shotgun all night. It's all we've been running. Watkins drops back the pass. Getting closes, closes in on him. He sneaks his way out for. Oh, he's getting pushed forward for a gain of around two yards. Oh, and a flag coming up. Penalty flag in the air on that bush push esque play right there. Are you college football enthusiasts? We'll see what happens here. Watkins got pressure. Pocket collapsed on him. Squeaked it out. Sort of a QB draw. Personal foul. Late hit on the defense. Half the distance to go on the first down. Booze rained down here in Orlando. Here we go, Villanova. First and goal at the three-yard line. See what you got. I don't like that call, though. Looks like they're going to call a timeout here. UCF charged the timeout. Where are they? They stay out there. Oh, we're doing targeting here. I really, that's kind of ridiculous, folks, at this point. All right. I'm going to go into the booth. This brunt's going to probably take a while. I'll give you my read when we come back. On WXVN App on the Roar, Cats down 41. 14 9 to play on Patrick Scam. As students, you're expected to perform well in your academic work, and exams are often a big part of that. 
However, for many students, the thought of taking a test can lead to intense feelings of anxiety and stress. This can make it difficult to focus, remember important information, and perform to the best of your abilities. If you're one of the many students who experience test anxiety, it's important to know that you're not alone. In fact, it's estimated that up to 30% of college students experience some level of test anxiety. The good news is that there are strategies you can use to manage your test anxiety and perform to the best on your exams. These might include things like practicing relaxation techniques, breaking down study materials into smaller chunks, and developing a study routine that works for you. Stop the stigma of test anxiety. Don't let test anxiety hold you back from reaching your full potential. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing and WXVU in Health, the first nurse-led department in college radio. The sounds of Brazil's Scott Adams here with an early autumnal salute to a single song, Mais Que Nada, and its entry onto the Billboard Pop Charts. Seven special versions sure to bring a smile. We'll turn the page on summer with an Yvonne Lynn September song, and I'll tell you what's happening with Brazilian events coast to coast and right next door. The sounds of Brazil. Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V891, The Roar. folks and they ruled no targeting but it's very smart call there was no targeting there a lot of these plays where people are just being physical and it's like accidental semi near the head they like to call you know let's review for targeting you don't really need to uh i mean obviously any head contact you want to be smart with especially in football but twins coming up for villanova first to goal the three watkins and jackson in the backfield the three yard line watkins Pulls it back, throws a deep pass to Johnson. Same play they tried to run at Colgate, and they did to perfection with a little pop pass to Johnson at the back of the end zone. But UCF and the DBs and linebackers were all over that one. Here it is, folks. Second and goal to three. This is where you need to showcase your best red zone plays. You know, maybe that two-point conversion play that you're trying to hold. Actually, hold myself. Do not do that. Bad bad case of advice there. You want to hold those two-point conversions plays for when you're needed this is this is a spot where you just need to say to yourself all right we can get this done let's go score let's go out there and put our best foot forward they got twins on both sides and jackson on his left side S- second goal to three watkins commanded the offense claps for it qb draw designed inside watkins slithers in does he have it refs are coming into the puddle touchdown villanova didn't think i'd be saying it all night but here we go chats Steal the goose egg off the board, 41-6 to on the Watkins design QB draw. Villanova strikes Pater with 13.42 to go in this one. Nice play from Watkins there. Had twins on both sides, flipped it out. All the attention was elsewhere, and Watkins streaked in the end zone. Obviously collapsed upon at the one and slithered his way around, weaseled his way. As you get a Matt Mercurio extra point on the way. Coming up next. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Exactly. The kick is good. Eminem through the uprights. Cats are on the board, folks. 41 to 7. But the Cats are on the board. UCF leads this one. 13.42 to play. We'll catch you after the break on WXU 9 on the Roar. I'm Patrick Sian.
We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's The Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, The Roar. In March of 2019, our son was diagnosed with leukemia. He was in a really dangerous spot. There was no other way to save Kyle other than a stem cell transplant. There were many, many moving parts, but luckily they did find a match that was perfect for him. He received his new stem cells four months post-diagnosis. Without a stem cell transplant, I'm not sure that we would still have a son today. A blood stem cell donation can cure or treat over 75 diseases, including leukemia, lymphoma, and sickle cell. Swab to save a life. More information is available at bethematch.org. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, Villanova University's Office of Health Promotion, and WXVNU Health, the first nurse-led department in college radio. I'm Aubrey Bowles, the host of Sports Fanatic, and you are listening to WXVU V89.1, The Roar. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. And partly sunny Monday, a high 74 degrees. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Welcome back to FCC Mortgage Stadium, where Villanova's on the board. Cats touchdown. Connor Watkins, four yards. UB draw. Seven points for the Cats. It's cut the lead 41 to 7. I say that second part doesn't sound as fun, but trust me, it was fun for us. As the kickoff's underway and a fair catch for UCF's Johnny Richardson, they'll bring it back to around the 25-yard line here. Yeah, and I was looking to the future, talking about FBS, FCS opponents in the future. Villanova announced this last night at their uh, banquet for the people who made it down to Orlando. Villanova will play at Maryland next year in football. Play at Maryland. uh, Then... At Penn State, three years from now, and it's two years from now, they were thinking potentially, they're not really sure yet where they're going to go, but locked in are Maryland and Penn State. So we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, obviously, hopefully, a different outcome. And this one, hopefully, similar to those last three times we played Temple in the link. First and 10 for UCF right now is Timmy time, still in there. As inside Russian Richardson, Richardson sprints his way for a quick five. 
right there. Villanova defense still staying in there. Couple new guys in there right now. I'm seeing number 22. He's my highlight. Never mind, that's John White. He's been there right. And McLean's having all time to pass. So McLean swings to his right, and he's got an open number two. Playing completes the Kobe Hudson, a new guy for UCF. Guy they're trying to get a little play for, a little playtime action. It's one of his catches there. I mean, when these guys come in, got to make the most of their opportunities. Show coach, hey, maybe I deserve to play this game at Kansas State next week for UCF. Same thing goes for Villanova. When you're down big, same thing applies for these defensive players for Villanova. You know, you usually get time to play, but in blowouts, win or lose, you get those moments to shine. Fly around the field, make the best of it. Twins left for UCF, singles right. As McLean gets a little cute RB draw inside. Sprints, cuts inside for an eight-yard gain is Richardson. Go, Johnny, go. That was my favorite one of the night. Instead of way down in Louisiana, south of New Orleans, it's way down in Florida, east of Orlando. A little different. Uh, it's probably, you know, a little different than the original Johnny B. Good, but Having a little fun here, folks. McLean gets a snap inside. Got a power run. He's got space and power for a 10-yard burst for Jordan McDonald. All these running backs, man, they've established around 190 rush yards for, Villain or for UCF. One of the most powerful rushing attacks in the nation. We've seen on full display here tonight. Obviously, not. it's very different with, without Reese Plumley in there and that passing attack to force you to respect the pass. As McLean tries to pass, slings it to the left side, got a man open, has a 10-yard gain, and he gets out of bounds for a 12-yard gain. McLean completes the second. Jalen Griffith gets the first down and more as chains move with 11.45 to play on the Villanova 36. I get it. It's another UCF first down. Right now, I'm actually I'm right next to the UCF Spanish play-by-play. -play. Bunch of great guys over there. Very hospitable. As McLean passes with a little slant. 10, 5, touchdown Knights. Another house call in the bounce house. What great awareness there for that slant. McLean hit him in stride. UCF pours it on. 47-7, to 11-22 to play. Jalen Griffith, number 18, the redshirt senior. Interesting combo right there, but slant and in. He was off to the races, caught the slant around the 15-yard line, and he was bursting a burst of speed to the end zone as a 40-point game with this extra point becomes a 41-point game. And Villanova, Villanova's night has turned into a nightmare. Like it's UCF Knights. So we'll get back to you after this. 11.22 to play. I'm Patrick Scaly. Cats down big. We'll get back up next. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org.
The Sounds of Brazil, Scott Adams here with an early autumnal salute to a single song, Mais Que Nada, and its entry onto the Billboard Pop Charts. Seven special versions sure to bring a smile. We'll turn the page on summer with an Yvonne Lynn September song, and I'll tell you what's happening with Brazilian events coast to coast and right next door. The Sounds of Brazil, Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V891, The Roar. Army Villanova has partnered with Rite Aid to provide seasonal flu vaccines to students, faculty, and staff. Flu vaccine clinics will be held in the East Lounge Doherty Hall on Thursday, September 21st, Monday, September 25th, and Wednesday, September 27th, from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. For employees, this clinic is sponsored by HR and will be at no cost to the employee. You must bring your wild card and insurance card to the clinic with you. You must also complete a screening questionnaire and consent form prior to attending and bring that completed form with you as well. The form and more information is available on the Student Health Center section of the Villanova.edu website. This is M.K. Kulikin, the host of Toontown, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Villanova Reach Out is a new campus organization dedicated to relieving social isolation in older adults through telephone conversations. Villanova Reach Out is looking for students, staff, and faculty volunteers who want to make a difference and a new friend. For information to volunteer or to receive calls, contact Reach Out at Villanova.edu. R E A C H O U T at Villanova.edu. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Kickoffs underway and a touchback here at FBC Mortgage Stadium. Villanova 7, UCF 48. Villanova loses one by 41 right now. Trying to hang on, hang in there. Playing Renegade. Feels like we're back in the Keystone State. Steelers also did not look great in their week one matchup against the Niners. Is Mike Tomlin's over 500 for better season streak in jeopardy? Only time will tell. I think he'll probably figure it out. He always does. Back to Villanova. Trips on the right. Watkins back to pass. Getting pressure. He rolls out to his right. Flings it out of bounds. Yeah, Villanova, let's look forward to their schedule. Next week, a matchup with Rhode Island. The homecoming game. The parents' weekend game. Family weekend. 2 o'clock live from Villanova Stadium on September 23rd. If you got a tent or coming in with family, should be a good one. As always, family weekend is. Make sure not to run your uh, parents' dinner bills up too high. Though. It's all about respect, you know. Doubles on the right, singles left. Watkins takes a snap, gives it inside to D. Will Barley. D. Will Barley chugs his way for a nice nine. We got third and one coming up for the Wildcats. 
be Will Carley on the carry. Upper Darby, place to be. Shout out to Dom Rochetti. Overseas right now in, uh, in England. Studying abroad this semester. You'll hear more from him next semester in the basketball calls. But for now, be me and Chapansky. Will Albert Bulls action. Will Stevie Kane action. And other friendly faces, new and old, on the broadcast this season. So stay tuned. Should be a good one. As we got third and one coming up with Watkins taking the snap. Gives it inside. Uh, does he have enough? Jalen Jackson does not, and it's going to be fourth and two. Do they dare go for it? Or is the white flag being waved? And the punting unit takes the field. Sean Walker with the tackle right there. Loss of one. Punts going away right here for excuse me, Nate, Nate Mercurio. Or sorry, Nate Fondacaro. Matt Mercurio, one for one in his kicks tonight. They're playing. That was an interesting call I just saw earlier. They're they were playing LSU's neck earlier during the commercial break. Famously, like banned at LSU, and they get like fined every time they do it. They say like a they say like an obscenity at the end of it. Punts away. Oh, and he's got space inside. 10, 15 yards, 25, 30 yard gain right there. Yes, yeah, so I wonder why they're playing. They literally said, you know, Tigers in it too. So very, very interesting. UCF, I guess you can do anything you want when you're up 41. I'm not really one to say, you know. You do the Big 12, you can do big time things. As we got 10 flat to go, WX getting up on the roar. Cats down big, but we'll be back soon with the rest of your coverage. See you soon. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I had the pleasure to visit WXVU Studios and I'm so proud of the work being done through WXVNU Health, a partnership between WXVU and the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. I look forward to hearing more of the outstanding podcasts and public service announcements that are produced by the nursing students and WXVNU Health. This is Villanova University's V891 The Roar. To kick off the fall semester, WXVU sat down with Villanova President Father Peter Donahue, and he talked about the university's efforts to be more inclusive. Well, I think when you talk about diversity, equity, inclusion, you're talking about, you know, very Catholic themes. Um, I always say that I think uh, Jesus Christ was one of the first diversity officers. You know, he, uh, he included many people. He came to bring in many people, to bring them in from far and wide. The kingdom is for everyone. And as Pope Francis has been saying over and over again, particularly this summer in the World Youth Day, you know, we need to open the doors wide. I think that's it's very much a part of who we are as a Augustinian Catholic institution. You know, I, I encourage everybody here to, to see the, the people around them and, and bring them in. And, you know, if you see somebody that needs to have a person to listen to them or a person to walk with them or a person to eat with them or, you know, the, there's, there's opportunities all around us. Listen to the full conversation and all of our move-in day interviews on WXVU's podcast feed, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, uh, down I-4, big-time rival. We don't really say... I said, uh, someone's like, oh, are you going to root for Alabama today? I was listening to these UCF fans talk, and they said, 
Uh, I'll root for the Els today. I'm not going to call them the Bulls. They're not strong enough to be the Bulls. So, obviously, a big-time rivalry. The war on I-4, UCF, USF, South Florida, and Tampa, UCF, and Orlando. USF came a scared of Bama today on their home turf. 17-3, Bama won. Sloppy, ugly game when they started their backup quarterback. Nick Saban, what is going on in Tuscaloosa? First and 10. And we got a backup QB in here, the freshman, redshirt. First action here. That's Dylan Risk, 6'2 freshman. Max Holler. He can take any risk he wants right now, folks. He and the UCF Knights are up big. And he's got all time to throw right there. Six, seven seconds right now. Fellow defense, second and five incoming. Risk takes a snap. Hands it off inside for a gain of five for number five. Jordan McDonald. McDonald and Risk going down the depth chart. Doesn't matter. First down, UCF Knights. Going back to our other coverage, though. In the backyard brawl, Pittsburgh, West Virginia, 7-6. The Mountaineers lead at half in Morgantown. We got doubles right, singles left. With McDonald and Risk in the backfield. Risk. Freshman, this is his first time starting this game. Third string, now he's the second string. As he gets to McDonald's inside of the cube, running back, running back draw, he's flipped on his feet. Should have stayed on his head right there. Two-yard gain for McDonald. And that's Christian Sapp for Villanova on the tackle. Second and nine. The DB from East Stroudsburg, PA. And the sophomore. Everyone's getting playing time today. Two men on the right, one on the left. Snaps back to risk. He drops back to pass. Got all day and all day. Slings it over the middle. Man wide open. Bobbles it. He's broken up by Jalen Goodman. Had him wide open. Drew it semi-short. One up for it right there. Jalen Goodman got the hand in there. Jalen Griffin could not get his hand on it. Jalen Goodman, however, it did. Bobbled that catch. Oh, need to have that catch if you're number 18 for UCF. Jalen Griffith. Jalen Goodman. A contest up there, and Jalen Goodman wins that one. Villanova, on the other hand, not so lucky. Down in this one, big. Got twins left, two men on the right. McDonald and Risk in the backfield in the shotgun formation. Third and nine coming up as the tight end motions across the way. And we're going to get a timeout of some sort for salvage of play here. UCF timeout? Am I the guess here? First timeout of the half, UCF. We'll get you after the break. 8.28 to play. Cats down big. But we're here for you. See you after this. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight, a low down to 51. We'll see clouds build in on your Sunday with showers possible later in the day, a high of 76. And partly sunny Monday, a high of 74 degrees. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. 
We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's The Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, The Roar. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I had the pleasure to visit WXVU Studios, and I'm so proud of the work being done through WXVNU Health, a partnership between WXVU and the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. I look forward to hearing more of the outstanding podcasts and public service announcements that are produced by the nursing students and WXVNU Health. This is Villanova University's V891, The Roar. In March of 2019, our son was diagnosed with leukemia. He was in a really dangerous spot. There was no other way to save Kyle other than a stem cell transplant. There were many, many moving parts, but luckily they did find a match that was perfect for him. He received his new stem cells four months post-diagnosis. Without a stem cell transplant, I'm not sure that we would still have a son today. A blood stem cell donation can cure or treat over 75 diseases, including leukemia, lymphoma, and sickle cell. Swab to save a life. More information is available at bethematch.org. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, Villanova University's Office of Health Promotion, and WXVNU Health, the first nurse-led department in college radio. UCF offense says the Cats defense looks to hold. 8.28 to play on WXV and I put the right Patrick Scanlon. Snaps away. Risk. Getting some pressure inside. A little right receiver screen over the middle. He stopped. Please. Thrown out around the flat on the outside by the numbers. Cuts back up the middle. Only for a gain of around three. And we got fourth and seven. Looks like we're going to go for it here. UCF. You're going to risk it all for risk? I don't think they are. Maybe they will. Try to get us drowned off sides. You know, you want to get some reps for risk in case anything happens to McLean over the last couple the next couple of weeks. You you need you need him active while Rice Plumley's out. And he snapped the ball away. He's gonna pass over to the right. Out of a little out route. He stopped short, it looks like. Is he stopped short? Please. Devin Marshall with the stop. Turnover on downs. Stop. The PA announcer thought he had it, but I knew. I snuffed him out. Something interesting I, I saw during the commercial break and all throughout the game, whenever they play a song with the, with the word night in it, like they said, no, this one doesn't have night in it. They say, they scream night. They say, give proof through the night on the national anthem. They'll scream night. And they say, these are the nights. Will never die. My father told me that song. They scream nights. So they, they must be always listening to everything that's happening at all times. I think the PA announcer was trying to trick them recently, playing different songs that have the word night in it. Oh, what a night. I think it was a good one by the Four Seasons. Oh, what a night. Late December back in 63. Well, this is Oh, what a night for UCF. Late September back in 23. As we still have around 
two and a half minutes before we get back to play here. But let's stay around. Let's party. 7.38 to play on WXU 9th floor. Villanova. Let's, let's look again forward. They have Rhode Island, that homecoming game. Family weekend. Villanova. Looking to get back on track with a pretty scrappy Rhode Island team. A team they lost to in overtime last year. Then they go on the road, play the Great Danes in Albany. September 30th. Then at new conference opponent, NCANT, October 7th. And then home versus Elon, October 7th and 14th, will be Villanova student fall break. So if you're in town, please check out that game. Uh, we'll be off for the first two, but Elon will be back. Sadly, I won't be there. I'll be in Florida. But David Spansky and Aubrey Bowles, Stevie Kane, et cetera, should have that coverage for the Elon game. Then another break. We got a week off. At Stony Brook at home, late in October. Then at UNH, potentially could make that drive up, folks. I'll keep you posted on that one. We'll get another road game as Villanova takes the road, hopefully in a different fashion than today. Getting trounced. Hopefully a different different one, different version of New England. Then Towson at home, November 11th. And then November 18th at Delaware in the Battle of the Blue. Villanova, though, 2-0 start of the season. Again, you play two real easy Patriot League teams. Then you go on the road, you play a Big 12 team. You're predicted to go 2-1, and one, and all those games are not supposed to be close in different ways. Lehigh, you're supposed to win. Colgate, you're supposed to win. It's a little rainy, a little weathery, but that's fine. Big 12, UCF, all right, just hang around for a little bit. Did not hang around today, but that's fine. A lot of things you can learn from today, especially on the defensive side of things. And then your real season starts. Your real CAA schedule, Coastal Athletic Association, your schedule starts then, and really that's the, your time to prove those CAA pundits wrong. The pundits that pick you to finish the bottom half of the standings. A team so heavy on veteran leadership. A team with a the best running back core I've seen since I've been here. In TD, D. Will Barley, and Jalen Jackson. And a quarterback, Connor Watkins, who's looking impressive the first two games. Again, against inferior opponents. And not great today against a superior opponent. So... We don't really know what we're going to see from this Villanova team because they haven't played an equal yet. And next week, Rhode Island, 2 o'clock, Villanova Stadium. We have the coverage for you on WXV and Apple on the Run at, on the Roar. And we will see what this Villanova team is about when they play a CAA opponent that is on their caliber of play. Should be a good one. I'm excited. I cannot wait for it. The Rams and the Cats, always a good one. Villanova, twins right, singles left, walking to the shotgun. Jalen Jackson has left. TD. I should say. TD gets the ball. Sprinkles his way. A little short, choppy steps. For a four-yard game. Second and seven coming up. 7.22 to play. This place is the ghost town, folks. UCF, the biggest undergraduate population in the country. Didn't really come out today. But still made some noise. around. They said, it was a, they said it was a sellout. My eyes tell me a little otherwise, obviously. We got second and six coming up, though. For Watkins. Yeah, single receivers on both sides spread out wide. And Watkins gives it over to TD. TD cuts back inside and falls, trips, stumbles for a two yard gain. We got third and four incoming. Sorry, UCF, though. I, again, grew up in Florida, grew up in South Florida. A lot of friends go to UCF, Florida, FSU. All seem like a great time. Great football schools. Florida, now especially. Game of the Swamp, unlike any other, but a game of the Bounce House. I'm not it's maybe second to none as well. Really impressed with this UCF stadium and crowd today. I would like to come back for a Big 12 game sometime and the lights when it really really matters for like a Big 12 championship or something would be a great experience. 
Still another time. First time playing here in FBC Mortgage Arena. As TD gets the ball and he's swallowed up. No contest for a gain or a loss of five there. Offense. What are we doing? Six minutes to play and the white flag is waved yet again. Would have thought we were a French team by the amount of time we waved that white flag on this. Oh, no. We're going to keep him out there. It looks like we have fourth and nine with 5.55 to play on WX89 for the roar. Oh, that fight song is catchy, folks. I'll tell you that much. Some people have stuck it out. I'd say you probably have 20% occupancy right now, maybe 15, 16, 17%. We have fourth and eight coming up, though. Watkins has twins on both sides. Watkins has time to throw it. Watkins to get it off. Watkins rolling to his left. Watkins flings it over the middle to the left. Sanchez with the catch. Oh, my goodness. Had Sanchez in stride. What a pass from Watkins on the rollout for the biggest pass of the day. No contest in airtime. Villanova back in the red zone with 520 to play. Fourth and eight. What a play. That's something you look at and you say, we can use that in the future. That, when push comes to shove, you need that play. And that play was perfect. Sanchez ran some sort of post across the middle. Watkins rolled out to his left, found him in pressure, and wriggled out of pressure. Sanchez now, first and goal, first and 10 at the 11. Watkins goes to his left, rolls to his left, trying to find somebody. Tosses to the end zone, out of bounds. Trying to find somebody, like Antonio Johnson in the back and Pringle, but too tall for all those guys. Threw it out of bounds where no one could get it. And we got second and 10 at the 11. Second and 10. That throw in the hash is super impressive stuff by Watkins. Again, very mobile guy. They collapse the pocket on one side. He kicks it out. Design sort of run out there on that last play. Really couldn't do much with it. The play before, though, not designed. Figures it out on his own feet. Stays in the pocket until it collapses. Rolls out. Makes his feet help him make plays. Watkins, though. Singles on each side with TD on the left. TD has the ball. Cuts it up on the left side. Touchdown, TD! Villanova, another one on the board as TD waltzes into the end zone for an 11-yard touchdown. Love to see that here, folks. TD followed his blockers there off the left side, up the hashes, and into the end zone. Look at that. Double-digit points for Villanova here. Not really spread watch yet for you uh, you gamblers out there, but 48-14. to 4.44 to play. Those last two of the last three plays, I should say. Golden for Villanova. As TD gets on the board here in the bounce house. And Villanova's first trip to FBC Mortgage Stadium, we were talking about earlier. Last time I played UCF was in the Citrus Bowl. The famed Citrus Bowl. As Mercurio's point is up and it is good. 14 to 48. Cats get on the board. TD with a TD. Hey, man. Speak into existence when your name's TD. Cats are down big. But on a 7-0 run, let's say. 444 to play on WXV9 for the Roar. We'll get back to you after the break. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Villanova Theatre presents Sometimes the Rain, Sometimes the Sea by Julia Azumi. Directed by Pulitzer Prize winner James Zaheims, dive into a whimsical reimagination of The Little Mermaid, 
with mooing cows, brewing storms, and the age-old quest of love and humanity. The performance runs from September 21st to October 1st in the Court Theatre at the Mullen Center for the Performing Arts. Ticket information is available at villanovatheater.org or by calling 610-519-7474. A special Q&A session will be held following the September 24th performance at 2 p.m. We're back in the bounce house in the middle of our street. Bounce house. I think I may be losing it here, folks, on the one-man crew. But 48-14 to 14, nonetheless. Villanova, touchdown. Villanova kicks it back, touchback. We are up to speed, all to snuff, here in Orlando. O-Town, the city beautiful. Really, really hot today, folks. But once nighttime came for the kickoff, all lightning and thunder and all that type of stuff cleared up. Very rare for Florida. You know, from lots of experience. But here we are. Doubles left. As a quick run up the middle for round six is Demarcus Bowman for UCF. We're going way down the depth chart right now. Third chart line. That's the redshirt junior, 5'10", short guy. Making his due now. And we're going to call some sort of timeout here. We just got back. This is time. Oh, injured player. Get back to you after the break, folks. Villanova, down big. UCF 48, Villanova 14. 429 to play. We'll get you at the end of this one. Bye-bye. Give it up for Jamarcus Bowman. After a five-yard pickup, second and five at the 30. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Back to Bounce House, running clock, 4 o'clock, 4 minutes, I should say, left. 48-14 cats are down as UCF pushes their way to a third and short into a first and 10 as McDonald chugs his way for 10 yards. The amount of times I've heard this PA announcer say that will be another UCF first down is concerning. As McDonald pushes his way left for a gain of two. Elijah Glover, the lethal weapon. Name heard on the big board tonight. Here in Orlando. Another injured player, another official timeout. We'll stay here. Because last time they lied to me. And they said we're not going to go anywhere. And I said, whoa. All right, we'll stay around, though. Villanova's schedule, though. We talked about it. Rhode Island up next. A team that's expected to do pretty well in the CAA. Better than Villanova, at least. The URI Rams, a team that beat them in overtime last time they played here. And a team that's going to really tell us, again, what Villanova's up to. What are they going to do? We know we've seen them play easy opponents. We've seen them play easy opponents on the road. We've seen them play hard opponents on the road. 
an extremely hard opponent, I should say, in this Big 12 team, UCF, UCF team that's going to do some damage to this new Big 12, especially if John Rice Plumley comes back. John Rice Plumley, you may know that name. I was like, why do I know that name? Doing some research. John Rice Plumley was the guy, ESPN, Ole Miss quarterback. Then he comes to UCF in the spring game. He plays baseball. He hits, goes like two for three in at-bats, like an RBI and a double. Um, then at the end of that game, or like late in the innings, they golf cart him to the football stadium to play in the spring game. So he's he's doing both. He's like Bo Jackson out there. Deion Sanders, whatever you want to call him. Dual sport athlete. Maybe not a Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan wasn't the best baseball player out there. But yeah, they said call him Bro Jackson instead of Bo Jackson. Because he's a bro. Good guy to have around. Obviously tonight, good guy to have around. Timmy McLean. 334 passing yards for him. Doing real well in his first start here at the bounce house. And in general. USF transfer. USF again. Scared Bama down the road on I-4. As Grisk. Design QB draw up the middle for round 7-8. Has some blockers. Quick kid. Oh my goodness. Squirts his way around for 10 yards. Ran every which way, every which direction you could. Enough for a first down. 2.07 to play and now a race against the clock for Dylan Risk and company. Handoff inside to the right. Pushes outside around the numbers and tackled is number 20. 20, Cam Ingram on the carry. Cam Ingram for UCF. Clock still in these row. Oh, stopped. Clock stopped. Second and six to go. Don't be afraid or don't be scared. Check out the rest of our WXVU content. A lot of shows now on every night and every day at the station. Uh, Grease and Polls every Monday at uh, 7 o'clock. Check it out. My sports sports talk radio show has a run to the left. Oh, a taste down tackle for Villanova. Number 34 on the defense, Ethan Potter. Gary? Chesapeake City, Maryland defensive back. Showed some athleticism there. Yeah, third short coming up for Risk and Company. This mouth's on. Then we get into Villanova timeout. Villanova has called their first timeout. Villanova calls their first timeout. Well, we'll be back with 90 seconds to go as the cats are down big. But we've got the rest of your coverage coming back for the break on WXGN Up on the Roar. And. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. My name is Chris Kokinos, and I'm the station manager for WXVU, and you're listening to 89.1 The Roar. I'm Aubrey Bowles, the host of Sports Fanatic, and you are listening to WXVU V89.1, The Roar. This is MK Kulikin, the host of Toontown, and you're listening to V89.1, The Roar. Back from the break. Oh, what a sack right there. Danny Abraham, the Randolph, Maryland, sorry, the Randolph, Massachusetts grad transfer from Harvard. Second sack of the day for Villanova. We got fourth and eight here, but Risk and company are going to stay out there. Danny Abraham flying in there. That's two things that have worked today is that 
DB or that was a linebacker, but it's right up the gut. Nobody saw that coming as Grisk went down. But we got fourth and eight on their own 40-yard line. UCF trying to do some damage. 51 seconds to go and turning. Risk drops back. He's got an empty clean pocket. He rolls out, and he's going to go to his right over the middle, and he's got a, his guy for the first down. Cam Ingram had the last two runs and that first down. 37 seconds, 36. Risk gets the ball again. Gives it back to Ingram. Ingram cuts left and up and up and up and up for another first down. Plug and chug. You can put any running back in this system. They're going to keep going. UCF fans want another touchdown. 28 seconds to go as the clock stops for a change of downs. Clock running now. 27 seconds and running. Risk and company trying to do something here as Villanova holds on for dear life, trying not to let up another touchdown. Trying to hold off the 50-burger. Risk gives it back to Ingram again. Ingram cuts back. Oh, nice tackle again by Danny Abraham. DA. Nine, eight, seven. And that should be enough, folks. Danny Abraham sack right there. Left that ball rolling in that tackle. As Villanova loses this one, 48 to 14 in Orlando. Villanova gets two touchdowns on the board late. As they do all they can do in O-Town. We'll catch you with our coverage at Rhode Island next week. Villanova. Something you can learn from, obviously, but a brutal, brutal loss here on the road in Central Florida. We'll see you in Rhode Island. I'm Patrick Scanlon. You listen to WXVU 9, XVU 89 on the Roar. We'll see you next week. Go Cats. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Now, back on live coverage of Villanova Wildcats football, only on V891, The Roar. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Villanova football postgame show. You're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, alongside my co-host, Aiden McGovern. And Aiden, it was kind of more of the same in the second half. A little bit better from Villanova, but they end up losing this one 48-14 to to the UCF Knights. You had those two touchdowns. Uh, 14 points is better than zero. Uh, Connor Watkins had a three-yard rush for a touchdown towards the start of the fourth quarter. And then TD ran one into the end zone for his own TD. That was an 11-yard rush uh, to give Villanova 14 points. Listen, not a great showing, not a good showing, but... We keep talking about this FBS versus FCS dynamic, and you got to hope as a fan of the Villanova Wildcats football program that they take this game uh, and they kind of treat it as like a fine-tuning type thing. Uh, they've got their conference schedule starting up next week um, as they look to play Rhode Island, and you hope that this is a learning experience for this program. Yeah, you hope that really the lessons of this loss are channeled in a positive way, as you said. And for Villanova, it's really just all about just taking some of the positives away. I mean, there weren't many. It was it was a little bit tough. Like, that first half really just put them in such a big hole. But you had a big play to deal Will Barley that set up that first touchdown that you mentioned. And then for the second touchdown, a big play to Jalen Sanchez, 45 yards. And you just 
think back to last week against Colgate and how he put up nearly a godly stat line in terms of yards per reception and yards after catch and just how dynamic he is in the open field. There's a lot to be excited about for Villanova, but yeah, I mean, you mentioned it for, I mean, there really isn't much else really to comment on here because at the end of the day, I mean, UCF is is well above what Villanova is going to be facing really for the rest of the year. So, yeah. so, so a lot of these, a lot of things you could say about really how Villanova performed, it's, well, it was expected. Just the talent gap was just so immense for them really to overcome. So, but Villanova next week will be taking on Rhode Island to open up CAA play. And we were talking about this a little bit in the studio in the second half. Just Villanova's schedule heading into uh, CAA play. They got eight weeks uh, with a bye, so technically nine weeks, but eight games. And this is definitely going to be an interesting matchup. Rhode Island, 21st in the country. Villanova actually ranked as well, according to the stats FCS poll. They're 24th, and but they're ranked 7th in the CAA preseason poll. It'll, it'll definitely be a good matchup. And, I mean, Rhode Island, they can run the ball. So... Hopefully Villanova can get back in the win column there. Rhode Island does have a few uh, players of note. Uh, last year, 2022 FCS All-Conference, uh, Nick Correa, their offensive lineman, uh, they got a transfer from Bucknell, safety Brent Jackson, on the second team, and then on the third team, offensive lineman Lorenzo Thompson, and linebacker Evan Stewart. So this uh, this Rhode Island team, it's pretty well-rounded. Um, you know, we kind of did a little gloss over at their roster, a little research into into some of their players and it is going to be a good matchup uh obviously rhode island is more um on the caliber of villanova as opposed to a team like ucf so you know taking like you said these lessons that they've learned from this game and applying them to next week and i think that you can see a nice nice little turnaround for villanova yeah you could see a nice turnaround there i mean rhode island has a good running attack i mean even though uh, even though uh, Marquez DeShields graduated, he was one of the best backs really for Rhode Island. They have really a triple, triple, I mean, maybe even a quadruple threat, you could say, in terms of a really deep running back room with Jalen Smith, Gabe Sloat, Jaden McKenzie, Deion Silas. They have some really solid players that could just make it a little difficult for Villanova. But again, we mentioned it kind of in the uh, the, the lead-up to the UCF game. One of the strengths for Villanova, I mean against fcs opponents for sure and uh, and uh, teams that are more uh alike to them in their talent level is their front seven and getting to the quarterback and just being a nuisance in terms of stopping the run and that'll be big for villanova that'll kind of be a big matchup to look forward to against road island which will be next week at two o'clock it'll be parents weekend so big for villanova they they lost to monmouth last year 49 to 42 that was a really tough loss so hopefully they can respond there but really just even looking at the schedule too then they play albany then they play north carolina a&t on the road elon at home then they got the bye and then stony brook at home new hampshire away towson at home and then delaware away i mean if villanova can pick off a win here against rhode island that's a pretty even matchup there both just barely ranked teams going at it and similar in CAA preseason poll rankings. Villanova gets one out there, then they're playing Albany and, and, and NCA&T, who are two very inferior opponents. 
So Villanova could be three and zero in CAA play if they just get this yeah. one done next week. Yeah, no, and then I mean beyond that, you know, New Hampshire and they end their season with Delaware. Obviously, those are very, very far in the future. But you're looking at this schedule uh, in conference, and Villanova could go six and two in conference. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, for Villanova, they went six and five overall last year. It was just kind of an underperforming season for Villanova as they were picked pretty highly in the CAA preseason polling heading into last year. And it was just a lot of it was it was just a lot of disappointment in general. There were just a lot of games where Villanova was clearly good enough to win. They were pretty equal in terms of talent, and they go four and four in conference play, six and five overall. They did get a nice win against Delaware at the end, but they had no shot of any meaningful postseason football uh after that win in the final game so for Villanova it's definitely going to be it's it's definitely going to be a little bit of revenge and I mean you could see it in the preseason polling that I mean that uh, that people I think are understandably a little more down on Villanova because of last year which makes sense but they could I mean this is still a very talented team with Jalen Jackson D. Will Barley I mean we could go on and on with the talent, Rajwan Pringle, Jalen Sanchez, just their ability to stretch the field and then defensively how sound they are. I mean, maybe some things to shore up in the secondary, but you still have Jalen Goodman there. So this is a very, like, well-rounded team, and I think they could challenge, yeah, for maybe another CAA title, maybe. It's possible. It's definitely possible. So, but that is going to do it here for the post-game show Mm -hmm. for uh, on WXVU V891, The Roar. Again, thanks for sticking with us. It's been a long night. Definitely a tough night for Villanova, but they don't have they don't have a lot of time. Uh, they don't have a lot of time to uh, to think about this one. They got They got to get right back to the drawing board and prepare for Rhode Island and the upcoming CAA schedule. Again, want to thank everybody involved with the broadcast with Pat and and obviously Aiden too. Thank you for uh, being a great co-host for all, for all this. Uh, so, thanks everyone for listening as well. Villanova hopefully will be back to their winning ways next week and we'll see you then and go cats we're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website wxvu.org